Hello, you glorious 2.0 mother hubbards, and welcome to Fospex Party. We've got our regular intro, we've got hobby catch ups, and then we're straight into open day shenanigans with Mark Six, Kratos, Rhinos, some fucking Dark Angel wanker, Lucius the Eternal, the Dire Wolf, Dark Angel's lore article, because you know we did it first, and then hype for the what's to come. All aboard the train, mother lovers! You know what you've seen about it all day, haven't you? I haven't. No, actually, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Just ripped a fat line of shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you've been building that up since Saturday, haven't you? Yeah. You can tell. You can tell you're in a better frame of mind with your new up-and-coming yeah. diversion of yeah. career. I'm a, I, to be honest, I'm done. That's it. I'm going home now. We can't afford it now. We've got to do the round the room thing, haven't we? Which is oh right. Tradition. So. Uh, Did we all? Well, let, how was your weekend, everybody? Um, yeah, it was all right. Was it all right? Did you? Yeah, have it, was, it was reasonable. It was yeah. pretty reasonable. Yeah. What about good. what about you, Ross? I Maybe. stayed at home. Yeah. Oh, I had yeah. a weekend at home. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Got, went, got hedge. Went to the gym twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> we, actually, we, we ought to mention Heresy Hedge at some point. We'll we should back. talk about. We'll it. Circle yeah. back to that. We'll circle back to that. Should we introduce each of us for any new listeners, by the well, way? Well, we, if we go back to the the standard format, yeah, like that we've done for the past twenty six episodes. So, what, yeah. say hello, everybody. This, this is twenty seven. This is episode twenty seven. Mother lover. We've not been banned yet. Not yet. We even got on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Do you know? I'm not going to get the taste out of my mouth for that. Anyway, smells <laughs> 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 say hello to the listeners. Good oh, the afternoon, evening, hello, listeners. Roslar. Hello. Spin. Hey. And I'm your lovely, fabulous daddy host, Mr. D. <laughs> don't like. Don't call yourself daddy. <laughs> He's got it on his shirt. <laughs> There's a, a song, isn't there? There's a song at the minute. My like, heart belongs to daddy. No, 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 no. About the shares, the shares D. Like, oh, I lie on my shares D, and he's like, I went to college and got the D. It's a fucking wicked. Oh, I thought you were talking about the fucking Louis Theroux one. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> 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 no, it was, it's a feat. It's a, like a female. It's a, it's on it's in the charts at the minute. It's a really good song. I'll try it's and probably why it. I don't know what it is. It's on so the charts at the minute. That's fucking Louis Theroux songs everywhere, right? To the point where I listened to the recent episode of Merchant Princelings and they finished the fucking episode with it. <laughs> and I was just like, why? Why is this meme so fucking... so ingrained into the heresy? Yeah. Uh, none of us are under 30 anymore, so... You know. <laughs> oh, that made me sad. Yeah, I know. All right, so, so yes. um, let's do our regular thing before we get into the, the wild and woolly sh world of shenanigans of Heresy 2.0. Let's do a bit of a hobby catch-up, because after a dry patch, quite significant dry patch, doing shitty exams for work, uh, I've actually done a bit of hobby this time. You've been back on it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. back on it. It's almost you, like floodgates. You've not, you're not just done it. you just come out swinging your dick like a motherfucker, though, haven't you? Slapped him right in the face two-handed. It, so it is uncommon for you to go through any form of dry patch, to be honest. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> no, I've known long down enough, and there was a bit of a dry patch, but I helped with that. I'm yeah, yeah, we sorted that out. Was it, was it the, like the time... Did you, you just say, I've known long, long Dan... Dan. No, I don't. I know Dan Long. Oh, no, you said I know Long Dan. Did you help him out in the same way that you helped out Killum with that 
DVD of pure filth. No. No, did I? No, I don't think uh, You did give me your porn stack <laughs> on DVD. It was... Hang on, hang on. To give you the scale of this, it was 22 DVDs. <laughs> back... Back in 2008. Yeah. That porn so, stash has been fucking passed around so often. Yeah, but that, 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 is, that is Ant's comforting. That's like, bro, let's have a drink, let's go and have a chat, you know, sort you out. Ant. What Ant does is, I'm coming around and I'm giving you porn. Yeah, I'm giving you porn. Yeah. Let's not, we've already gone from hello to Soapy Tip Rank in about 30 <laughs> seconds. I think we want to. Cut it, cut that is back a throwback to an old episode right there. Yeah, <laughs> the first, I think, the second. Yeah, indeed, but yeah. So, so anyway, what have you been doing for hobby then? Um, yeah, so I've had a massive drive patch because I've had to do loads of stuff at work, finding a new job. I've now got a new job. I haven't got any more exams to do. And then Heresy Weekend, um, I got a, at least one free model. <coughs> maybe, maybe a few. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, like, there were staff members going around trying to stop people getting more than one. But, like, the 69th between us have got, like, <laughs> 60 of the fuckers. We, we'll, we'll, we'll cover that off in a moment. Yeah. I don't yeah, know what you're talking about. I'm, no, no. We don't, no, 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 it was alleged. Uh, no, yeah, allegedly, allegedly. 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 Yeah. So, anyway, so I got it. Um, so, uh, big news for me, I suppose. Not really that big news, I suppose. Um, we haven't got a Raven Guard player at the club, have we? No, no. Not currently. We have now. No. It's going to be me. Yeah, I'm going to do Raven Guard. So. Ben, ben was kind of talking about it, weren't he? Uh, yeah, but like I always say, hashtag actions, not words. <laughs> Paint some shit. Let's see it. Uh, Paint, so Paint I, your miniatures, you shit. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I did uh, uh, I did some Raven Guard test models, and actually, I think I might have nailed it first time round. Yeah, yeah I mean, from what I was seeing, they look absolutely bang on. Yeah. To be honest with you, look, when I did the... Um, the Ravenwing test model, the dude on the jet bike thing, and it was quite tricky to get to get like a like a whether it's cold black or warm black, whatever you're going for. Mm. It was quite tricky, but to be honest with you, if you're happy with it, just rattle the fuckers out. Yeah, I've got um, I got a couple of other paints came today that I've tried like a because it's 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 kind of like a bluey grey black. Yeah, see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got one that's a, a proper dark blue almost like purpley blue mm. that I might try on one example of and I've got one that's more of a greeny one because everybody goes oh P3 cold black but honestly it's like it's like unicorn turds to get hold of really? yeah it's really so different. hard to get now yeah, yeah. what is it out of, out of production or? they're just um, privateer don't ship stock to Europe anymore really yeah so so after the transition into Mark 3 and they killed off the um, press gang. Yeah, yeah. They made the announcement that they were going to focus on sales at home, yeah. and abroad would be a secondary market. Mm. And literally anyone that was involved in the ex press gang system said that's a really fucking stupid idea. Yeah. Um, but they went ahead with it, mm. and now you really struggle to get any stock outside of the states. So for like war machine to get older war machine models it's really difficult within the UK then yeah yeah. to the point where like people that are because there's still like a core of people that yeah, play yeah they're going to get tournaments and stuff yeah. Yeah, so. um, they tend to get together and like do like mass ordering yeah just order from the US store that's dog shit yeah that. it's really like, bad considering that you, they used to have a stockist in Stockport yeah it was fucking brilliant was it, was it Manchester wasn't it because no, there was, it was the, Stockport it was Ralph oh, Arthur okay. Oh, that's the yeah, one. Yeah. It was around the corner from British Gas. Yeah. Because when I used to go up there for meetings and stuff, I used to be on <coughs> lunch, inverted yeah. commas. It was brilliant. Yeah. It was great. Anyway, Cold Black can't get hold of without stealing it off somebody who's got some. Uh, and 
it's the, my my natural uh, revolutionary in me. Everybody goes, oh yeah, do it with coal black, and I'm like, fuck you, I'm doing it with this colour. What are you gonna do? <laughs> fight me, fight me, come on, fight me. So I did it without, and it's like, oh, I'm quite happy with that. Um, so I'm gonna have a couple of other goes of different colours, uh, but more critically as well, I went into town today uh, for Gift for Geeks. Mm. You're welcome for the free advert, by the way. Um, and bought a rhino and a drop pod because I could use both of those in my. Well, Mars, obviously Mars right now. Yeah, but I was, I was, and I thought I'll try it on a vehicle, try the black yeah. on the vehicle, see how it looks. Because I've, I've got a drop pods for contemptors in the list that I've worked out. You can put a contemptor in a normal drop pod. Well, it's a Legion Dreadnought drop pod, but oh, you okay. pay more points for it. It's the same model. No, it's not. It it's is. a bigger model. Because that no, that that one's the the Leviathan model. No, that's, no, that's, that's the, the Dreadnought drop pod. Okay, well I've got a drop pod anyway then. It's the, <laughs> you used to be able to put the box noughts in the normal one. Yeah. Ah. Well then the box, actually no, we'll hold fire on that. We'll yeah. circle back to that spicy <laughs> nugget. Anyway, so I've got some of the vehicles to paint and yeah. try the black out on. So. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, but, but that is all that I've done really. Yeah, well the thing is that you picked up a brush and that's alright. I did. I picked up a brush and I picked up, uh, I've done uh, airbrushing, varnishing, uh, Hairy sticks, oil, yeah, pretty much everything. The only thing I haven't do is decals because at the weekend forgot to buy any Raymond Guard decals, which would have been the ideal opportunity to do it. Yeah, but yeah, everyone was distracted, weren't they? No, we were. We were distracted. Yeah, but I have done some hobby. So, cool. Who's, who else has done some hobby? <laughs> oh, fucking hell, he's on. Stand by. Right, okay. Get a sandwich, so everybody, in a cup of tea. <clears throat> so I'm still on hobby streak pledge day thing. I'm now up to date, because I'm running a day behind if that makes sense so what I did yesterday like yeah yeah like so I kind of so it's easy for me to post up so yesterday I did some more airbrushing on dirty towel for tall Dave uh, but yeah so what have I done so basically I painted did I talk about the silver bayonet stuff I painted because I finished the silver bayonet crew I think we talked about silver bayonet so I finished the crew for them then I decided to go a bit do lally and paint up a warband for Mythic Americas. And oh, then they're your Aztecs. Yeah, the Aztecs <laughs> and dead dudes. So then I decided to do some bits and bobs for the Age of Signal Beastmen. So I did some. Um, you did the big dudes, didn't you? Well, the, yeah, I did the, the wolves. I did the wolves, and then I did the wolves. And then I turned around to Wyler and I said, "What shall I do next?" And she she looked on my painting desk and said, "Do this saga." thing whatever it is this big monster thing so then I painted that but I did that really quick it didn't take me half as long as I expected and then I've kind of gone back what did I then do after that let's have a look um did some more jack I did some jaguar warriors as well and then I've gone back to the towel basically so I'm kind of tap you mixing it up a bit yeah I'm kind of tapping away at the towel so Dave's stuff's near well it's about it's a third of the way there, airbrush-wise. There's a lot of it, but it's all right. And that's pretty much it. I've done a bits and bobs and odds and sucks, but I need what I need to do is I need to go to B&Q or wherever and pick up about three million tubs of fucking super glue because I've got something to stick together. And I found out, but I've got four. I I had four little tubs of Gorilla Goo. And is this all the stuff? Is this the something that you posted a picture of recently? Yeah, 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 So I discovered that the glue that I had is basically no, you know, when it goes like really like gloopy, and it's 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 gone, it's gone over. 
So I'm like, yeah, so I've got no glue, no super glue at all. So I've, I've kind of got to spend about 50 million quid on it. Which is no problem because it means I get to finish the towel off first before I get distracted by the biggie. But then I can't do the biggie step by step. I've got to do something else as well as the biggie. So when, when, it, when I finish it, then it's a surprise factor. That's the trick. Oh, yeah. Look forward to seeing that finish. So I've got to do two projects side by side. But no, um, yeah, I've been, yeah, so hobby streaking still. It's been going really well. Really, really well. So good. Right. Good shit. Ross. So I have now finished my build on my 15 Marauders and my 10 Destroyers. Destroyers are currently undercoated. I've painted 20 ZM bases. I should now have all the parts for, for my Forge Lord. I spoke to Ollie and he's doing my printing for my Nemenian Reaver. Oh, the, the sword that I found? Yes, the sword. And the head, I'm guessing. Uh, head, yeah. And what else is he printing me? Oh, the arm pad with the um, errant symbol on it that Dan made. Because I gave, I gave uh, our friend Will, I gave him the errant symbol and one of the pads from that pack that you found. Um, and originally we were trying to engrave it so it was indented, uh, indent, inlaid into the pad. But the way that the pad had been built, it was just a whole, too, whole too level of fuckery. And then Will was like, I could just build a brand new pad or I could emboss it. And I was like, I, I, just emboss it, mate. <laughs> just make it as easy as possible for you. And then, uh, yeah, Ollie's going to print me that when he's got some resin. I need to source one set of um, Tartarus Terminator legs and then I can build my Terminators. But yeah, I think I'm going to try and paint my destroyers this week. Um, and then go from there. I'm kind of back on track almost after we had a wobble, didn't we? When we weren't sure if the event was going to switch over to two or not. Yeah, I think we. we I think we were kind of all like. Mm. Also, uh, yeah. We, we. I mean, my arm. Well, both our armies. If it switched over to two, were effectively not likely going to happen. Were, were, well, were, I was just going to proxy. Yeah, but I, I mean, I've got elements in mind that just. Just don't have rules for them. Oh, you know, we don't know. Well, yeah, based on what we, you know, what's been talked about. But yeah, what's have I done? I I ordered. I got more Necromunda. I got my um, my buggies. Necromunda yeah, really from the Ash Wastes. I don't have the rule book. <laughs> no models. What? Oh yeah, they're really nice. Do you want to look? Yeah, triple. I got the no, Huron book as well. Yeah. No, I haven't opened them. So if I open them, I won't work on my. Black shields. Oh, the fuck oh, I'll get there. distracted. I want to see what these are like. You're not even going to look at the sprues. You can open it if you want. No, this is yours. <laughs> I love this. He's uh, telling, us, telling you to crack on with them when he's the one that's been telling us to stay on target yeah. the entire time. We're trying to stay on target. This is the test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you need to be able to discern right and wrong for yourselves. Because, <laughs> yeah, I was going to buy the Ashways box. And I, then, saw, I saw it at the weekend. Yeah, it's so Ooh, good. You know what? I had my credit card in my pocket after coming back from just a little trip to, where was it, Nottingham, I think I went. And um, i really fucking close. Yeah. I nearly fucking dropped it. Well, Steph talked me off the ledge. Because he was like, what <laughs> do you want? down, Ross! He's like, what do you want out of it? I was like, I want the buggies. And I want the nomads. And the terrain's a bonus. And he was like, yeah, but you haven't got a table at the minute at your house. That's an obstacle, not a problem. 
True. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard that, and that was in a totally different context. Because <laughs> I'm constantly, I have, I have been talking about getting a table. Yes. But yeah. like storage-wise and stuff at the minute, until the garage roof gets done because it's asbestos, which is a pain in the dick. Um, storage is at a premium. So he was like, ultimately, all, you, all you're going to want short term is the buggies because you can pick up the nomads later when we start playing properly in the ash waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, that makes a lot of sense. So I just, I just picked up the buggies and the Huron Black Heart book. Mm. Um, yeah, that's about it for me, actually. That's good. Spin. So, if I remember correctly, the last time we recorded, you had just started your hobby streak, hadn't you? Uh, you're about four I, days in. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, I hadn't started. Yeah, and not long after that, I started the hobby streak thing. Yes, I got to twenty-seven days really? of pure hobby streak, and that uh, what stopped what stopped me was my LARP weekend. Oh, I went really LARPing. Away. Yeah, I but what I decided to do rather than stressing well, about LARP's hobby, regardless of how you play it, what I decided to do, you know what, I'm not going to stress about trying to maintain it. It's done the job. Yeah. It got me started hobbying again properly. Mm. It's got me. I mean, I'll go. I'll go through what it's what I've achieved as a result of the hobby street thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? I'll take a break. Not stress about it because it shouldn't be about getting stressed nah, about it. Enjoy LARP. Come back. Start again yeah. and see how far I get this time. That if I get what? further, brilliant. That's what? A week or about two, two weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, so, um, but anyway, yeah. So in that when I started, uh, I started with the. Obviously, trying to get the Nautilus army done. Yeah, yeah. And since then, I have completely built in sub assemblies the entire army. Yeah. So that is uh, ten individual veterans uh, in Mark VI armor. Yeah. All kind of got specialist weapons that are uh, associated with or how I associate them with the late Legion. Yeah. I've got the um, the Ironclad Dreadnought put together. Yeah. I've done the characters, the yeah. two characters that I'm building, yeah. uh, which are uh, a guy in Terminator armor uh, and the librarian. Uh, I also had to repair the librarian as well because I messed up with that one. Okay. Um, I'm quite pleased with how he's turned out. Um, mutual friend Will also helped me with um, shoulder pads for the Terminators. Yeah. Uh, so I've got five Terminators put together as well. But yeah. Will's been on the podcast. Yeah. So Will, who was on the podcast, we talked about his Ravens, Raptors. Sorry, Raptors back in the he's day. Dark Angels. Yeah, he's, he's making um, skirt lifter. He's doing true scale. Yeah, you should check out his Instagram. It's really nice stuff. Which one? Yeah, precipitating. Precipitating darkness. Precipitating darkness. But he basically, as Ross said earlier. So I got a, bought a set of STLs and he modded one to have studs on it oh. uh, some kind of tie in with the, the Mark VI armour yeah. um, and then so I got them built and then I started experimenting with uh, the colour schemes mm-hmm. uh, trying to get the grey right yeah. uh, so I had a couple of test models that was going on side by side yeah because it was quite unusual to see actually painting models rather than spoons for once yeah. so that was quite nice <sighs> okay it's been what since before I went into hospital I did spoons that's so. never not going away though I know it's not but whatever you were called spoons for a while there's, uh, there's more experienced painters than me that use them so I'll take that um, but what the whole point of that was to I was experimenting I started experimenting with the oils yeah. which is something I've been wanting to do for a while because I love you know the effect that it causes, but so how did you find how did you find working with the oils? Was it as good as you expected? It, 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 I've never painted an oil. Well, no, I mean it's effectively it's a it's a different way of washing it, but it, the the way the, the the oils work 
or what the final effect is mm. comes out differently. And our mate Steph came over and gave me like a bit of a because he'd been he's been using them. Well, yeah. you kind of have because you used to use strong tone. Yeah, basically the same is sort it, of stuff. Is it the same stuff? It's, well, it's not the same, but it's the same concept. Premise. Yeah. Yeah. So the strong tone, I used to just whack it on and then just paint on the top again. Yeah, but well, you've one, not used one of the, the ways one of the ways to use strong tone was to like dip it. Yeah. Oh, I'm like actual dip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, I'm not used so, to that for. Also, the way the, the way that I've used it is um, a washed the entire model, so you basically get a bit of oil, a bit of um, white spirit, mix it up, uh, and then you a washed the entire model, and then what you do is usually get like a ear bud, mm. um, soak that in white spirit, mm. and then 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 clean it off. And what you find is that it effectively, I mean, you do a gloss varnish first. Yeah. Now it's what people use for doing pin washes, mm. but on the Mark Six arm, there's not really anything to pin wash. It's all it's got no edges. Yeah, yeah. The, the flat edges. So, what? But what I found was in the initial experiment, it was very dark. Uh, it came out much darker than I expected. Uh, but what I did find is that it, it it looks like it stains. It's like it gives it a stain effect, which gives it more, I want to say, gritty feel to the colour. Okay. Um, but because it came out so dark, I thought, right, okay, what I need to do then is maybe I need to do um, a lighter base coat. So I went with a much lighter base coat with a highlight and then washed it down, darkened it down with the oil wash. Yeah. And then I was doing a couple of different experiments, but the first set of experiments I wasn't happy with at all. Uh it was just way too I mean it's the pictures don't really do it justice but in person they were really dark. Mm. Um and then what I did then was do a second set, lighter base coat, even lighter highlight, wash it down again. And I did one using GW paints and I did one using Vallejos. Yeah. GW Paints was uh, had a Norn oil wash over it, and then I did one with um, the the layer one. I used the oil wash, and that absolutely nailed it. Um, after cleaning it off, it was like the, it was exactly the shade I'm after for this this army. Yeah. So I got that. I was quite happy with that. In the meantime, I've um, I printed a battleship for Battlefleet Gothic. Well, you printed one. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I, it was more. Um, so is it a battleship or is it a cruiser? It might be a cruiser. It's a cruiser. Yeah, it's, a cruiser. it's a cruiser, I think. Oh, oh I, thought it, we... I thought it was the whatever pervert Rambo's battleship, you know, capital ship. Oh no, no, it's not that. It's not that. It's it's the Iron Blood. No, it's massive. It, 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 the uh, people who produce that mm. uh, also produce um, like alternative um, prows to match oh, in with okay. it. Um, Is that Soulforge? Yeah. yeah. So, but I basically I printed some bits um, for Epic. Mm. And something went wrong. Oh no! It was the I, I printed a um, some weapons I need to that I need for this army, and they didn't. They went wrong. Uh, and I was talk, talking with Ollie, and he said, "Well, maybe all we need might be worth printing something that's bigger with more detail and see if that how that comes out." Mm. And that's why I printed the ship. I thought, "Give it a go," you know. And it's it didn't come out quite as detailed as I was as I was expecting. But what I thought was, "Screw it! I'll just use it as a." Way to practice the test color scheme yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I did that. Um, I then started painting the the grey knight, the, the uh, grey knights, the uh, knights errant. Mm -hmm. I put the first base coat down on all that. Uh, I then started base coating twenty tactical marines for the iron warriors. Mm -hmm. um, I then painted a piece of scenery because uh, I realised I was like I'm looking at setting up a gaming table in my conservatory. Yeah, yeah, yeah the uh, the ruins. Yeah, for the kill yeah. team. So I put that. I built one. I built that. Just a little, the, the smallest piece that I, uh, that I could get uh, the, from the set. 
Uh, I found a YouTube video. I was like the, to match kind of. I was after like a grey because a lot of the uh, a lot of those sets uh, or a lot of the scenery has been painted in like a. I suppose like a sandstone kind of mm. colour. I was I wanted more of a ruined city kind of the rubble city. Uh, so I found this YouTube video and just copied that mm. um, as a, because I thought well if I'm gonna have a table at home I'm gonna need scenery for it so yeah, give that a go. Did I painted that and then um, yeah the other night I painted um, finished painting the ship. Um, put some hazard drops and bits and pieces on it, did some detailing, and then last night uh, I had a go at some spin, uh, sponge chipping. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's not quite how I imagined it. Like the, like the result I've come out of where I was talking about this is that I, I, I need to apply it differently, I think, to get it to be right, but it works really well, and what I'm using it, it will work for what I want because, of the, like I said, Mark 6 is quite plain. I'm using it to kind of break up the grey a little bit and the blandness of the grey. Um, but yeah, so I've been pretty busy, really. Bloody hell, I've just realised Spinner's done the most hobby, most, uh, nearly all of us. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, basically well. it was 27 days before I took the four day break mm. and then I should be, well last night was day seven for cool. the second time. Get in. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, not obviously not going to be getting anything done tonight because I'm out of time, but I might count this, this, is, this, is, this is hobby. This is hobby. Yeah, so I'll count this as hobby for tonight. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then, yeah, uh, other than that, it was uh, the weekend. Oh, the only other bit of hobby I've done is um, T-shirts. Yeah, Oh, yes. I am, um, not that it doesn't really work in an audio-only format, but I am wearing the new 69th uh, Expeditionary Fleet T-shirt. Mm. Yeah. Including my, my tag of... Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> you should have yeah, gone hobby daddy, but yeah, you're daddy. Yes, sure, Daddy. <laughs> yes, like really. I said in chat, if Keith's is not the fabricator general. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it is. I'm doing the order, so yeah, yeah it is. To be honest with you, I oh, don't fuck. Even, what I am I going to get? I don't even think about what I'm going to fucking get, so I'm just like... Yeah, no idea. I'm just saying, we can't... Ollie's suggestion of trophy lad will, mm -hmm. not, will not gel well with your T-shirt that says Daddy on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, well, I did think about it and thought I'd well, just let people pick their own, but um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what comes out. Um, all right. So going back to the running order, we have now reached the point in the podcast where we can unleash the hype because it's open day shenanigans. Yeah. Well, the uh, there were shenanigans, were there not? Oh yes. So, uh, there were many we, shenanigans. Shall we start with a kind of like an overview of our day, how it started, and then we'll go back and talk about specific things. Yes. So uh, we kicked off. We decided to go an hour early, didn't we, to get breakfast? So we, we, we were planning. We've been planning to get there for about ten minutes, haven't we? Which is the opening yeah. time. But uh, like literally, the final night it was like Dan. No, Dan wanted breakfast. Yeah, let's go. Let's go for a bug with breakfast. Bullied everybody else. So we get there for nine o'clock. I thought it was a great idea because it forced me out of bed as well. Well, let, that was a big one. I just I just had two weeks off work, so that was the earliest I got up in two weeks. Was uh, to be picked up at eight o'clock yeah, in the morning but for a full English breakfast. But it was well worth it. So we went, what did I do? Because I finished work at one in the morning. Yeah. Went and picked Tyler up at eight. I had to wake Tyler up because she was sleeping over at grandma's, but she was still asleep. Fucking dirty little stuff. <laughs> so dragged her out of bed, got in the car, blasted up to Nottingham. I got there. I don't know, about five to nine or something like that. I was speaking to Luke and Dan, part two outside. Yeah. And then you lot went rushing in for food. But then I made the critical error of I rang you about 
20 seconds too late when yeah. you put the food order in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you literally that. just got finished the food order and he goes, oh, can, you, can I jump in on the order? Yeah. Oh, well, sorry, then, man. No, no, don't worry about it. Cause, but then it was all right because then that means me and I had got to chill till about, by the time the food rocked up, it was, what, five past ten-ish? So everyone had kind of just vanished Yeah. and rushed into the main hall. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, so we we got there for nine, and yeah. already we'd got cosplayers wandering around and space marines and things like that. Yeah, there was um, the first photo was with Latara Sarin in the Hawk main entrance. Yeah, I saw her wandering around. I was like, and I, I was like, I recognise that character. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really funny because she put on her Instagram. So this is Darcy Bono Creations at Darcy Bono Creations is the is the Instagram tag if you want to go and look her up. Um, she paints models as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, so she was really one of the contact breakers that was in, into, in, invited. Yeah, her right. Angron was really nice. Yeah, and um, she she gone as Latara Sarin, and literally walked through the door, and I went, "Oh, it's Latara Sarin." She'd said on her Instagram that she wasn't sure that anybody would know who it was. She wasn't sure if anybody would recognise it. And I was like, "I've got," I was thinking, "I've got to tell Anne." <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw her when we were in the canteen, and I turned around to her and went, "You see that lady over there?" And I went, "Yeah," I went. That's a really cool costume, and she goes, "Who is she?" And then I explained who she was. She was like, "She's really naughty." Fight <laughs> <laughs> the Essence Clause. So it's really weird because, like, me and Lil have listened to the first three books of the Heresy series. Mm. So there's like Mercity Ollerton and um, Keela. Mm. They're like the the only really in depth female characters in this series yeah. at that point. Mm. So like Lil, Lil was kind of like oh you know they're kind of being betrayed as kind of like victims of what's going on and I was like yeah to be fair they're mortal so yes they're mooks but like later on in the series you get characters like the Sarin who like world eaters are uh, intimidated by so like yeah I think the, it was a really interesting conversation because there was like oh is it, is it all just like you know, shitty representations of women, and I'm like, no, <laughs> like <laughs> fucking Latara Sarin. And then you've got like how Keela's portrayed in the um, Siege books as well. It was really good. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. So the cosplayers wondering that, weren't they? Yeah, uh, I also uh, got one with uh, an Incubi, uh, Rachel Huntington. I think that was a really nice costume. It was. Yeah. She was an, she was a Drakari Incubi. Not really good. Yeah, really. I was more impressed with how her top knot was her actual hair. Yeah. And how it was kind of all like yeah, really styled all up. tied up and looked, looked really yeah, good. Yeah, it's really cool. It looked really good. I, mean, I was quite impressed with the majority of them actually because to put that kind of effort in to do that, mm. like you know, you got the Dawn guy there. You got the Gaunt, did you see the Gaunt's ghost sniper dude? Yeah, yeah I'm always pretty impressed with any, it'd be people doing anything like that because mm. it, it's not a simple thing to, to yeah, it do. It takes a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. so fair play to them. And yeah. they, all, they, all, they, they just spent their entire day wandering around. Yeah. Yeah. Death, the yeah. three Death Watch Marines were nice as well. I they're like. great. Yeah. They're, um, the, I, I saw someone talking about how like chill those guys are as well. Mm. What is hilarious though is when you're coming out of Bugman's and you're seeing the, I mean, look, this is going to be another visual representation, they're but when you see three Death Watch walking up to the, the low ceiling kind of going, careful, <laughs> careful, careful, yeah. trying to get through to Bugman's, yeah. walking sideways through the doors, yeah. that was sort it, of thing. Was it a vi visual representation of a Primaris Marine on a standard Scarto's <laughs> ship? <laughs> Run down this corridor, dun, 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 dun. Did you see the, um, it was the, was the Death Company Blood Angel guy. Yeah. And on his scroll, on his one of his shoulders, he had more T, M-O-A-R-T-E-A. -E <laughs> yeah. And I was like, 
and Ollie picked it up and I was like, that's fucking wicked. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it was quite funny that was. Yeah, so, so yeah, we, we got in wall. and it was uh, a bit of a... It was, busy. it was busy. Yeah, I mean, it was busy. It was, I think, it, for me, initially, it didn't seem like very well organised. No, it was a shit show. It was a bit, it was a bit freeform. Like, it, from, it, like, I think the problem was is that basically you've got this big area in the centre that was for painting the new Mark Six. And then they got the cabinets the other side of that, and there was no control over the lot of you in the cabinets. The thing is, though, think back to, think back to the weekenders that we used to go to. Yeah. Like, so they used to have the the seminars and the um, the merch stand. You'd have the gaming rooms and like all the cabinet rooms, and everything would be really well laid out. You remember the very last one we went to, and it wasn't organised by Forge World. It was organised by Warcom community team and it was a fucking clusterfuck like I just I don't want to be negative but at the same time I want to like have a realistic representation yeah, of those like the event yeah I think it was purely because it's in Warhammer World it, 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 well no because we've been to events in Warhammer World like think of not, the Black Library open days yeah but that's where they utilise the, the back room uh, but there's gaming tables back there that's my point so rather than having the like the uh, rather than having the um uh, the cabinets in the what the staff canteen, yeah, well, what I mean which is, is more though, of a private area and easily more like, easily controlled. They had it in the big main one, which is where all the gaming should have been. Yeah, but according according to their website, it was closed to the general public. Well, yeah. So the same as it was when they had the Black Library events there, it was a ticketed event. Same as it was when Black Library was there. So you've got to think it's going to be an approximate amount of people, roughly the same amount. The Black Library events, everything had a place. There were multiple seminars happening at the same time, so people had to be in in two different places. And you could still go to Bugman's, and you could still do everything, and it, it didn't feel like no one knew what was going on. Obviously, I wasn't there, so I'm just going off what other people have told me. Mm. But I've seen a lot of people say, and a lot of people have said to me that went, that they didn't know what was going on. No. They didn't know if there were any seminars. They didn't know if the, um, in air quotes, influencers were doing anything. Like if um, like there were going to be painting demos. Like Basically, we walked in and you got a load of tables where people were went to be painting the miniature. Yeah. And then it was like, right, they're the cabinets. And I went over there and it was a bit of a bonfire. And um, I was trying to get whatever pictures I could of something cool. Like that included, uh, I basically started at one end. What they'd done is that they'd got the uh, content creators' armies that they painted, which is the box set armies, in on either side of the central cabinets, which were full of the new models that we'd not not seen in air quotes yeah, by that, that we time. Seen. <clears throat> now, I started at one end and started taking pictures of those armies that were there from the content creators. And uh, quite frankly, my favourite one out of the lot—I'm going to get this in now—was uh, by. Um, Peter Peter Pete, Pete Pete Wargamer Wargamers, yeah. on YouTube. Which one did he do? His uh, is the Ward Eaters one. Oh, yeah, uh, and yeah, but yeah. the reason why it was my favourite is because what he'd done with the Praetor miniature mm. really just showed how different that model can look with yeah, a different way of doing was, things. It was it was interesting colour scheme because when I see the world, <coughs> I was like immediately I got a bit of a semi on for it, <laughs> and it was a lot. And his colour scheme was a lot more grey or white than mm. actual kind of yeah. white. So, I was so like, it was, it was, it was, it was a nice yeah, army, and he'd done 
it was the it was the Praetor that jumped out. I mean, a lot of them had done different things with the Praetor. I think it, I can't remember who did the. Who's he the also boy. made some guys with chain axes. Yeah, that looked really nice. And using the world eater heads as well. Yeah, but who, but I don't know who like, the White Scars one army was. I, I don't know. Uh, that was the quite the nice. Labels didn't appear until part way through no. the day. So I took pictures of those, and then I kind of moved to the middle cabinet, which is where you know the Kratos was, the Rhino, um, th- those bits of pieces, and uh, they got. Uh, Mar, is it Marduk Cedras? Yeah, Marduk Cedras in there. Well, we, I was getting um, these pictures. The Dark Angels. Yeah, the new Dark Angels dude. Yeah, the big demon thing as well. Didn't yeah, oh yeah, that Cabana, uh, Cabana there as well. The big demon, demon lady wife. Mm, yeah. yeah, that that was massive. <laughs> big, that was. Uh, so and I was moving across, but it was getting more and more crowded, and I kind of realised that the, the 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 last cabinets were more of the box sets, but in different legion colours. But because it was. Just Bear in mind, I'm just all of a sudden getting people surrounding me, and I'm like, no, I need to get out of this space, and mm. that's why I didn't take any more photos. But I basically got out of there, and I was like, right, well, what do I do now? Oh, okay, well, mate, some of you guys, uh, you know, I think Dan, you've gone off to put stuff in the painting competition, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, this too. this is an example of how poor some of the organisation was. There were people that were queuing at the entrance to the hall from the shop, mm-hmm. thinking that they were queuing up for the painting competition that was at the other end of the hall. Uh. When it was actually a queue that had formed to see the cabinets, see, the miniatures. See, I was just, I was like, I just used like, like an eleven-year-old child as an excuse. I was going, like, let's go and have a look, mm. and I just fucking just went straight to what cabinet I wanted. Yeah, I was like, right, either let's look at all the legions kind of thing, and I just went, I, I started, That's much what I, I did. started at the wrong end of the queue and yeah. worked my way That's across. That's pretty much what I did. That's I, I like, didn't know so that was French. No, I was like, fuck it. Well, no, I was just, yeah, I just. I just went in there, but you know, and started looking, was, taking pictures. There was pictures. no ropes. There was no nothing. No. And I'm like, I'm too old to be queuing now. I'm like, Fuck so, this. but yeah, so I got, I got quite a few pictures and sent them off to to Ross. Um, so and like, let you deal with posting stuff. Like you, you were doing all that, and I was sat here watching the live stream. Of course, now, that's interesting. You see, because when we when we got in there, the live stream was on the big TV yeah, kind of yeah. drop down band. There was no sound on it. There was stuff being shown on the live stream that wasn't in the cabinets. And it was only because I kept. It's only because I glanced up, and a few of us glanced up, and we were talking about it as it was happening. We were, oh, and, oh. and it was, and I thought that was piss poor. That was like, for it was, example, it was, like, it was only because you messaged the group saying, "Oh, the price is going to be under two hundred pounds." Where the fuck did you find that yeah. out? So like, the live stream was really good. Like as you know, I, I genuinely don't like Eddie Eccles. He winds me up. <laughs> but the live stream was really good because, as much as Eddie Eccles winds me up, he is he has heresy knowledge so yeah. when he talks about the products he knows what he's talking about trope just is excitable and loves everything so like the energy they had was really good i was hype anyway and it's like here's the new box set by the way it's going to be under 200 pounds you want to know the price the actual price mm. Build a 95 won't it 180 180 really Ooh. Interesting. Spicy. I've not been in the industry before. Well, I'm not. I've, I've spent X amount of years in the industry, so you know, I got told that by two independent sources. Just, just bear with me, Sack. Hello, is that Barclay card? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need like 360 quid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry on. But yeah, it was like box set under 200 quid. Cool. I'll tell the 69. Oh, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be up for pre-order in June. Cool. I'll I'll tell the 69 because clearly this isn't information you guys are getting. And then it was like. Oh, here's all the the combi weapons, yeah, the, combi, the specialist yeah. weapons, and the heavy weapons. These are the boxes that they're going to come in. And I was like, "This is this is cool. I'm glad this is being shown." Um, and then it was like the three books. So they've got it's an anthology. Those books are big. 
No, no, this is the the not the oh the novel you mean. So there's an anthology of short short stories going all the way through the heresy up to Siege of Terror about the Lunar Wolves and uh, Sons of Horus. There's another anthology which is about the Siege of Chthonia. Which is what box set's based on, Bolts, yeah, yeah. but... Which is where the Imperial Fists go to Chthonia and they're like, yeah, we're, gonna, we're basically going to fuck you up. Um, which is weird, considering they could have just gone there, nuked it from orbit and left. Which is what the Lion was doing all that time. So when when, when is that going to be set then? Is that Siege be... of Chthonia canonically happens at the same time as the Siege of Terror. So it's like a splinter force of the Imperial Fist. Dawn so. is like, go go and cause... Go cause shenanigans. Like, it's, it's kind of like, you know when he sent the Retribution fleet and it was mm. meant to go to Istvan um, and it had, it, they had the fight at four instead. Foul. Unless the laws changed, it might have changed, but I, I he kind of sent a force off to go and destroy Chthonia, thinking it would distract... Horus. Yeah. And then of course Horus just showed up in the soul system anyway and didn't give a shit. Uh, and then there's Dawn's Primarch book, mm. which is set during the Great Crusade. Um and the Emperor's told Dawn to go off and crusade. So pre calling him back to terror. Mm. Um and then of course like there was just information about going forward into the new edition, like they said that there would be Warcam Articles explaining what's going to happen with armies that don't currently have books because they confirmed it was like on release day there will only be the lo- the, the loyalist and the traitor legion rules, and then the day after we got the Warcam article saying there will be PDFs available for like the legacy stuff, and I from uh, that the inference of it was there'll be like a general's handbook type PDF to make everything playable on release day. Um. So what they did with um, Age of Sigma when the old yeah. world died. Yeah, basically. and similarly with 8th edition as well. Yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. Like that. I mean, realistically, the core rulebook is going to have all the rules in it for the weapons and everything. Yes. So they just slap on a movement value onto everything else, mm. and you play with that until your new book comes out. Yeah, yeah. it's only, only the mechanical, like the, the weird horror weapons. Yeah, it would be like, this is the bare bones for you to be able to play in the current version of the edition. You know, don't expect this to be final going forward. Yeah. No, but the thing it is, will I, change. Like, I like it how they've split it into Loyalist and Heretic. Yeah. Because for me, I well, need, you need to, to really. I only need to buy one book. Yeah, I don't like, like that they, they have called it the Liber Hereticus. The what? Liber so Hereticus. So the, 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 the traitor book yeah. is called Liber Hereticus. Oh, okay. Whereas like, the whole Heretic thing didn't come till later. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, it just bugs me. It's one Tritorish, of these, it should it's, be. Yeah, yeah, it's another one of these little signposts that, that says says to me personally that the, the law's going to get diluted the, by the it, fuckery that's it, about to happen. It, it seems like an example of them trying to now tie it into 40k. For me, like, if you've only known 40k, don't know, really, assume that you've never known that heresy existed and you've been playing 40k from 8th to 9th edition, whatever. And you you focused on Chaos Space Marines and their heretics. Yeah, You've been called heretics yeah. the entire time. That's your understanding of it. Yeah. It feels like what they've done is gone, oh, we've been calling them heretics in 40k and we're trying to get more people in from 40k world. We'll call it Liber Hereticus. Except they're heretics. the new Chaos Codex calls out the Space Marines as Chaos Legionaries. This is, I was going to lead into this. Is that It seems like from what I've gathered of the new Chaos Space Marines. Chaos Legionaries. Legion, traitor Legionaries. They've been calling them Traitor Legions. Yeah, it's almost like they've kind of done a... But the thing is, let's see how it... 
comes out when they do if they're going to do the individual leases. Anyway, back to I, the I, open I get, day. Yeah, back so, open day. so we, we, we basically I got the photos, sent them off to Ross, and Ross party posted them. And then yeah. we went like a minute about. Uh, that's when the um, that's when we started collecting. Uh, sorry, when I picked up a Mark Six Marine. We all got our singular one of a kind Mark, Mark Six. Six yeah, one one of one of those each. Okay. Um, <laughs> you entered the painting competition, but you'd also during Bugman's had signed us up to a open gaming session yeah well there, there was like the guy came around with the sheets and I thought well I might as well bag as a slot um, on the basis that we want to give the rules a go and we'd all brought some models so mm. yep. it made sense to do that uh, that's when I got told that uh, Marduk Cedrus was actually available on the day uh, I thought that was cool yeah that was a surprise wasn't uh, the other model they were Primaris Marine right so when the, when we got the email there was a thing about oh there's going to be exclusive miniatures and I'd suspected it was going to be their event miniatures, which is for this year a Primaris and a uh, something from AOS. Oh, okay. One the, of the goblins, the, the orc thing. Isn't yeah, it? the new orc race. And yeah, that's what the event. They've got uh, piles and piles of them everywhere. It was these event only miniatures, which are the Primaris lieutenant or whatever it is, and or blade champion or something like that. Some some Primaris and yeah. Gimmer. Uh, but that's why I was surprised when I heard that said Bang on the Rune just announced that Marduk Cedros was available. Was like a thing. And then it was available, so I just basically took a picture of one, ran over to the store, grabbed one, and went, "Well, do you want one of these?" Picked one and bought one of those for him. Cool. Um, um, Thirty-five quid. <laughs> Fucking what? The yeah. thing is, though, is it's a pound more than salt targets. Yeah. 30, 30, 34, 35 seems to be where the majority of the. Characters, characters that yeah. don't have the big scenic bases are shit. Yeah, it's man. Man. You tell her I've not bought anything for a while. Oh, uh, so I did that, and then yeah, we basically for me, that's when it kind of felt a bit like a bit. Uh, what, what do we do now? Thing then? is, though, I think that's down to the fact that Miniac shit the bed. Yeah, the hype would have been higher if it hadn't been for that. Because like we'd already we'd already spent a good four or five hours looking at all them photos the day before yeah. and discussing them in the 69 yeah. like we'd already dissected the the pictures of the Kratos we'd already looked at um, like the, the Rhino and everything and so we there was no surprise which is why like one side I finished I think the biggest conversation we'd had was about the fact that the special weapons have got two hands on them that's so. fucking so fucking stupid but anyway because once I'd finished watching the Twitch stream I was like cool time to get on with my day and um, I just I just fucking went off and went, I went to the gym. One thing that did strike me was is the number of people that had doubts about the Kratos and then as soon as they love it they're like rubbing themselves. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll dry admit, I was in the cabinet. Yeah. That was I was one of them. I, I wasn't dry humping the cabinet, but model. the, 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 the spoiled image on the Friday, I was like not sure about that, and I couldn't picture, I couldn't figure out yeah. what it was. But I did say I'll reserve judgment until I see the miniature. And as soon as I saw the miniature, I was like, right. And I know what it was now. Up until that point, because of the video that we'd seen, the, the cinematic, mm. it, I'd seen it in my head as a larger version of Sakaran, right? Yeah. It's more of a fell blade. That like is a smaller what, fell that blade. That is what exactly what I was about to say. Is that when I saw the miniature, I was like, that's actually a small fell blade as opposed to a large Sakaran, which is a weird kind of comparison. But that made. The models well, seem more suitable. It's like the Aquata Bombard is like if you get a Sakara and turn it round and pump it full of stims, that's the Aquata Bombard. Yeah. If you get a Fellblade and a Sakara and lock them in a room together, yeah. the Kratos is what you get. After. But it's like, you know, the meme of Noah on the Ark? Yeah. And it's the penguin with the done? elephant head. It's like, what have you done? We're not keeping it. 
Except it's a tech priest going, I like this. <laughs> We're going to make a shitload of them. So well, should we have a quick talk about the Kratos? Because, like, I think it's it's, it's our first proper plastic battle tank. I was going to say, it's, it's a plastic one, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a first plastic super heavy. I think no, it's, it's, a, is it super no, heavy? No, it's a heavy tank. It's a heavy tank, sorry. Yeah. See, the thing is, though, for me, the thing I liked about it is how you had all the different uh, weapon options. More importantly than the fact it's a plastic tank, is the fact it's a new unit. It's the yeah, first it's new. new unit that's going to be part of the 2.0 yeah. game. So it's got the it's got the turret, which comes with the battle cannon as standard. Yeah. It's got two like it's got two nipple turrets. It's got two nipple heavy bolters, and then it's got two sponsons, which and are which mean and. And it's got the coaxial, the coaxial, which is we'll call on so to. So the coaxial cannon. I was talking to the demo guy. I won't name him because I don't want him to get into trouble. But I was talking to the demo guy who I was um, having a bit of. A, we were doing the assault phase. And apparently the coaxial, once if you hit with that, then you get extra benefits to the main. Oh, that, that was yeah, in the so rules that we got in the, the open gaming day. Once the coaxial hits, the main cannon becomes twin linked. Yeah, but that that was in the what we were playing yeah, with. That was they had, they had that rule on the sheet. Oh, yeah, that was so the rules. There's the the basic build looks to be like the cannon and the heavy bolters and then whatever your sponsons are. Mm. I've seen. I think it's in the photos that you took. There's an imperial fist. Kratos that's got auto cannons instead of the heavy bolters. Yeah, yeah. You can replace the heavy bolters. It looks like you can replace the heavy bolters with auto cannons. And the Sons of Horus one have got two variant turret weapons. Yeah, as I well. reckon they'll have flamer options as well. To be honest, I, I just want the Volkite turret. Yeah, well, that that is what sold it to me. Actually, the Sons of Horus. Yeah, that, that turret. Great. It was like. But on the um, on the Warcam article, they <coughs> they've given us kind of like the rules for each turret. Yeah. So like the the Kratos battle cannon has three ammo types: so HE, AP, and flash burn. Yeah. Um, HE 30 in, 36 inch range strength 8 AP 4 heavy 1 large blast so 5 yeah. and pinning that's that's pretty good it's like I would take that AP shells range 36 strength 8 AP 2 heavy 2 sunder that's yeah, pretty so good so sunder I think is now it's tank hunter and sunder mm. merged into one and just called sunder uh, and then flash burn is range 24, strength 10, AP 1, heavy 1, armor bane, range to get hot. Yeah, so like, flash burn is a trap. Have you seen... Uh, 24 inch range seems a bit odd. It's a trap. Uh, is it Fury? Where they're in the tank? Yeah. Because yeah. I vaguely remember a scene where they load like a phosphor shell. Yeah. And it, it like smacks a hole in the tank and then everything just burns inside it. Yeah. That, that's that shell for me. Um, Melter blast gun, <gasps> which is cool as fuck. So range thirty six, strength eight, AP one, heavy four, armor bane melter. That's that's going to be probably the most popular one, I reckon. No, no, not not for me. Uh, and then there's the Volkite Cardinal, yeah. we, we which gets me fucking rock hard, boys. Uh, the Volkite Candle. Me, me and uh, me and uh, Ollie were trying to work out how many different individual Volkite weapons are. I think we came to about twelve or thirteen. Yeah, there's like fourteen of them. So range forty five, strength seven, AP five, heavy twelve, deflagrate pinning. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't pinning a really big thing now? Because if you're pinned, you don't count as scoring. It, if it's anything like the current uh, like the current edition, well, it's I mean, based on leadership, which is far more, I can gather, leadership has changed. Less. One less. You don't get to move or something. Something like that. But the, the main thing about pinning is now, the, the main difference from doing the old rules from the rule I read in the demo stuff was that... Um, 
you only have to, even if you save a wound, you still take a penning test. Yeah. Whereas previously, you have to actually take casualties. Because mm. like quite a lot of those weapons pin, and then obviously the the image from the um, Warcom article shows Las Cannons, Heavy Bolters, and Volkite Culverins as the sponsor weapons. Yeah. So, you could have a, a, a Kratos with the Volkite Cannonade, sorry, the Volkite Cardinal, two Volkite um, Culver, Culverins. Culverins. See, there's so many fucking names, yeah. they're all C names. And they're then, all ancient cannon. And then, the, are they? Is yeah. a Cardinal a cannon? Yeah. Oh. Culverins Cannon, there was a Volkite Saker, I think, at one point. Yeah, I think there still is. Uh, Serpenta is a cannon. That's one of the first um, wheeled cannons to use in in battles. History corner. And we'll talk about that another that time. That fucking dozer blade is so nice. It, I reckon you could kill a guy if you if you tell that correctly. It's bonkers. Massive. You know what that dozer blade is based off? The original um, chaos, isn't it? No. It's based off a hedge cutter which the Allies used in World War Two. Oh right, oh. Like me. the actual the actual hedge cutter was actually designed by a field like an actual engineer on the ground. He made it, didn't he? He made it out of basically bits of fucking metal. Was that to get through the barrage? Yeah. and then it just suddenly got adopted by the whole of the Allies. So you had okay, a bit of history on this one. So you had you had the hedge cutter Sherman go first, cut the hole, and then the rest of the Shermans followed. But because of how the Germans picked up so quick, obviously what they were doing, they popped the first Sherman so you block the block the entrance. Well, yeah, that's where that's yeah. the design is exactly the fucking same. Just before you came, that is cool. There you go. Yeah. So I'm probably going to pick up more than one for the oh, um, Yeah, I mean hashtag Kratos Meta. Absolutely. Well, ultimately, because obviously I'm going to be doing, you know, the bird is the word legion now. And I'm thinking, doing rhinos and probably because you were saying obviously doing predators as, as support. It was just as a, an for idea. For me, I'll be doing. I'll be using these things. I might See, as well. I'll, I want to pick up one for the Iron Warriors, and that will be for me kind of the end of the Iron Warriors. Yeah. Because I've got loads of you know enough Iron Warriors to play games. You know, no problem. Mm. I want to focus on Blood Angels for version two, and uh, as much as it you know will fit. Whether I get one for the Blood Angels or not is another matter. thing is, though, it, it, are you, can you take them in? Oh, you squadrons of three. Squadrons yes. of three. <laughs> I mean, you can yeah, take them in squadrons choices. of three, but if you're playing like 5,000 point games, because <coughs> it's 300 points to tank before you start bolting sex shit. Yeah. yeah, geez. It's like Spartan price. Well, then I suppose, in a way, if, if, the, if the squadron rules or anything like they are currently. Oh, yeah, we don't horrendous. No idea how they work, so. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't seen any. The, no. No, as a model, yeah, it's really nice. It's big, it's chunky. Yeah, absolutely love it now, seeing you know it. I mean, it's, the fact that it's plastic is really nice as well, because yeah. I was, you know, that surprised me the size of it. See, there's, the, there's one thing we didn't see, is obviously we saw pictures of the plastic Sikarins. Uh, mm -hmm. They weren't at no, the opening. No. no, they had the plastic Demos rhinos. Well, they're all painted, so I'm the plastic. Yeah, they got Spartan. the they got the, the, the rhinos with Spartan. Well, they got the rhinos that have got um, different pendulumanty weapons on. Yeah. Uh, they got uh, the Spartans, which have also which have got different hull-mounted weapons on. Yeah. So the Spartans in the cabinet, there was a variant with the heavy bolters, mm. variant with twin last cannons in the hull, and one with twin heavy flamers in the hull as well. Yes. Or multi-mounted twin linked. Are they? Yeah. Filth. 
the thing demo is, rules already. So, this is obviously going off what people have told me about the leaks, which are phase three leaks old, and yeah. there's already been um, changes between what those leaks are and the rules that we've been given on Warcom. But a lot of people are saying there's no more Armored Saramite. No, there isn't. Well, we've seen, seen evidence no. of. So, Melter's coming back in a big way. Well, um, so, Melter's not a rule anymore. Well, it's Armour Bane, Melter. You get Armour Bane. Um, melter is anything up to half range. Ranged is anything shooting. And then there's Armour Bane Melee, which is anything in yeah. close combat, obviously. They seem to be the, the ones that I've seen. From what I've gathered, the big, one of the biggest changes is rending, isn't it? That's quite well, there's different. There's two now, kinds. Yeah. So there's breaching and rending. So breaching seems to only apply for models with toughness, in effect. And rending applies to both vehicles and... Uh, but it's now rending now seems to have a um, a value that you need to reach to yes. get it to, for it to trigger, don't you? So um, I saw uh, the plasma gun, which has got breaching four plus, which means any roll to wound of four or more counts as AP two. Yeah, and it's like so that, that's one of the yeah, so right. whereas so it doesn't work. That doesn't that breaching doesn't work against vehicles. Anything yeah, with an so arm you value. can't you can't gain the benefit of an AP two. I like that because it allows it. It means you now can't plasma hose down. That's vehicles. yeah. This is yeah, what I was going to lead there's to. A, there's a lot less. Well, there's hardly any weapons that are AP two by default by all accounts. Mm. A lot of them are AP four or or worse. I'll, I'll go into this in more detail. But the person I was speaking to at the end of the day basically told, said that they've approached this edition from the pure fact that this is marine on marine is it they said that when 40k was out when the first version of Ferrisy was done it was based on 7th edition rules right 7th edition rules was 40k that had marines xenos races all sorts of things so it kind of worked for that setting this has been approached with taking that but also adapting it to be marine on marine but how then are they factoring in the Imperial Army and demons um, um, and things like repeating that. literally what I was no, told. No, yeah, I don't know. Like the, I, I understand you're just repeating what that you. No, but told what I mean is that okay. So this is okay. We, we know there's other armies. We know there's militia. We know there's Mechanicum. But realistically, from the start, this has been about Marine and Marine as a as a concept, as a setting, as yeah, a process. Those other rate armies have been wrapped up as part of that as options as alternative ways of doing things no I, I disagree because like initially yeah it was Legion on Legion when it first when, when Heresy first started it was just Marines versus Marines if if this game has been designed purely hinged around Marines no, I didn't then say, it's, it's, it's not, not purely work. about that it's, based, it's, it's been designed with that in mind right not yeah, as a that, not as a fine. not as a core right it's only about Marine on Marine yeah, yeah. it's about a Right, and I think it's like the, the, the change to Plasma and AP2 and this and the other, as you said, seems like the majority of it, at best you get, is AP3, yeah. Marine yeah. Armour Save. So that the way I would say that that means is that weaponry's, the weaponry that's available to non-Legion is going to be effective against Legion Marines. Because oh, I understand what it, you mean. Yeah, because yeah. Marine, Marine is the core of the game, you know, you've got eighteen so you, different armies of what, uh, marines. It would be an easier way to say is that the the game mechanics are built around fighting marines. Uh, yeah, which effectively a lot of the time it's marine on marine. I suppose that's the what I was going at. But yeah, I would imagine that when we see more of the other factions, I imagine what we're going to see is that they might have a, maybe a better time against marines than they may have done previously. 
because of that concept I mean, of demons don't need any help. Well, no, but no, yeah. who knows what they're going to do? Yeah, we don't know what we, we don't know what we've got coming. But that seems to be like they've. The impression I was getting is that what they've done is not just go right. We're just updating seventh edition rules. It's like yeah. we need to bear in mind that this is a primarily marine heavy game. So we need to bear that in mind when it comes to adapting how the game works. I think what we've seen so far is that's not a bad thing. I don't um, think. Yeah, I like I like the idea. I like breaching as a concept that because there's different not guaranteed deleting yeah, stuff. But there's also like different target values for things. Yeah, because I've seen people talking about rending four and yeah. then rending six yeah. and things like that. Well, what I was going to say is when I was playing my demo game, I was using a Praetor with a Paragon blade. Mm-hmm. And the Paragon Blade instant deaths on a five and six. Yeah, Murderous Strike. Yeah, I really like how Murderous Strike works on monstrous creatures. It's just D three wounds. Yeah, yeah, it's not into the death. No. It was. No. It was. The, it, the point point being is that every, everybody. I saw loads of people at the um, at the open day playing the demo games and shit in the bed because they go, "Oh, t- contemptors are unkillable." They're not. They really aren't. No. Um, and actually, a Praetor with a Paragon Blade who previously would have just had to stand there and slap it ineffectually. Well, no, that's no, like if Plasma's breaching and Dreadnoughts have a toughness, toughness value. Yeah. So exactly. There's, there's loads. Of, yeah. Yeah. It, what it, it's done is stop the. Oh, I've got this brand new Dreadnought. I've walked out and you've just taken out with the last cannon straight yeah. first shot. But you know. I, I wouldn't fancy my chances one walking a um, Contemptor into a 20 man tactical squad, furying in the Legion. No, it might. I don't think. I don't think it's survived. Odds are, yeah. you, 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 well, the thing the thing is though, you, one game using the contentor isn't isn't going to change the world, is it? No, but it's everyone's got their math hammer out though. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's isolation, isn't it? Yeah, they're, they're I, yeah. isolation. You can do the math hammer, but when you when you're rocking up against sixty despoiler world eaters, I'm going to win. Yeah. So I don't fucking care. It's like on um, Crusade and Heresy. I started a thread about obviously the. Warhammer World have announced now that their event is now in, in Rules 2. Anyway, I, don't, I can't believe that wasn't... No, it was always going to happen. Yeah, they announced it on the same day that they were announcing the yeah. open date. So I put a post up saying, right, how does this change what you think you're taking? And I had a really interesting discussion from a guy from the, uh, from the States who was saying that he personally thinks rights of war like Fury of the Ancients are going to be either outright banned from his events or are going to be um, like heavily curtailed. Mm. And I was like, right, why? Why... You know, why do you think that? And he gave me like three, in uh, three like reasonably valid like law points. Like dreadnoughts are rare, and I was like, in forty k, yeah, not in not in heresy. He's like, why would a legion commit all the dreadnoughts? Same reason they commit terminator companies. They have something they have to kill. Uh, and then he was like, the last one was like player experience. Like, who's going to have fun fighting against loads of dreadnoughts? And it's like, on the one hand. I kind of, I kind of get that because yeah. in in the in rules one that we're playing now, a shitload of dreadnoughts into an army that doesn't really have a lot of anti tank is going to be a problem. But now they've got toughness values, they're going to be give a shot, they're, yeah, they're going to be so much easier to kill. But I think people are looking at it and saying, right, they're monstrous creatures now. They've got toughness values, and I think part of the problem is people that play forty k see the dreadnought with. Uh, toughness value and wounds and they're like oh but a last cannon doesn't do d3 wounds or um, like I can't focus fire this down with you know I'm not even sure if it's that uh, for me well that's one of the arguments my, my I've seen the, seeing the dreadnought become have a toughness value I immediately compare that as a parallel to the nearest thing which to me is a castle how many wounds has it got 
Tempters have now got six wounds. Six wounds. Was a Castellax with what four wounds before? And yeah. and they were hard to bring down. And toughness is what? Yeah, seven. I think. It yeah, was, toughness seven. So don't forget the. Uh, from what I've seen, the wound shards are different as well. Oh, the, the, what I'm saying is that that's the only parallel comparison I've got is the current Castellax. So six wounds, two up save, toughness seven. And an invulnerable. Huh? It's got atomantic shielding as well. So, like a, what, five up save? Yeah, or? five up mm. So, to be honest with you, I think Contemptors are probably better than they were. But they are. They're, they're, they're still good, but, but that's where there's, you more, goes there's actually more... There's there's less of a binary. I can't kill it. I can kill it. To me, to be honest with you, I'd rather have them having a toughness because that means I can slap it with a combat knife. Oh, and what sixes to win? The, see, the key thing that people that a lot, I think a lot of people missed, and this was just this is just how the demos were set up because they, a lot of times they weren't given stuff that could hurt the contemptor easily. Yeah, yeah. But anything with a, a rending or a breaching value, a six is an automatic wound. Whether it, it could be like toughness fifteen. Yeah. A six. Uh, if you roll over the breaching value or the rending value, well, that's an automatic wound. AP two. Okay, so think about it. So talking about plasma earlier, mm. plasma currently is deep strike, drop off, transport. I'm going to stand in front of your terminator unit and delete them yeah. because it's AP two strength seven. Yeah. Against you up against a dreadnought, it's like mm, armor thirteen needs sixes to glance. Yeah. Maybe I get a plus one on the damage. I might blow you up, but you might just fluff everything now. I will be taking plasma against dreadnoughts because if they're strength seven, wounding on fours, if I get a rending on a four plus, or if that's what it is now, I'm causing AP two weaponry. So you know that you're not getting your armor save. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the unkillable dreadnought is well. That's a plasma yeah, but the thing is, people squad. people look at it in a microcosm and they're like, yeah, which yeah. on the day yeah, exactly. it was yeah. a microcosm. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be a meme list. People are going to run through the ancients as a meme. I, I want to. I, the only reason I, I, the reason why I'd want to do it is because it would look cool as shit. On the I've table. always wanted to do yeah. it. You've been, been saying for years. It's why yeah. my Iron Warriors have six dreadnoughts. It's why my Dark Angel list has four dreadnoughts yeah. in it. Like uh, to me, Contemptor dreadnoughts, Leviathan dreadnoughts are iconic to Horus Heresy. Yep. So like, why wouldn't I want to run a list that has a shitload of them? Well, uh, the Contemptor was in the original epic, wasn't it? That was the dreadnought in the original epic yeah, game. It was a contempt to dreadnought that we've got now. To be honest with you, I know what you're saying about obviously, like your example of like ten dicks coming out dressed in white and called scars with plasmas. Um, oh, is this a whack? Is this uncle whack touch? Uncle whack touch. But in all honesty, it's one shot, one kill. Yeah. It was. It's not. No, no, no. But as in, as in, in your example, currently yeah, that's it, basically it's uh, drop no, down, it's old, d- delete just something. Old fire, yeah. So you get to sh- you get to shoot at one dreadnought. That's it. Then the rest of the army that's surrounding the dreadnought gets to shoot you. So that's it. Your unit's gone. No, what I'm trying to suggest is that. Whereas before, a plasma squad, a plasma support squad, regardless of numbers, yeah, I, I guess know, I know what you're saying. it's about the target shifting now. Yeah, no, but, the yeah, thing but is, I, think, I think what Ant's driving at is, previously, the Contemptor asked a lot of questions that weren't our answers to it, whereas now, yeah, the Contemptor on paper looks like it's more of a threat, but the average Legion will have more things that can hurt it. Mm. So why dedicate plasma to that one role? No, that's not what I was saying. That's not, I'm not dedicating them to that. What I'm saying is that if I want to take down a dreadnought now, I use melter then. But you, you, the, the point being is there's more options. Yeah, yeah. it's it's gone from that clear uh, black and white binary. There's nothing I the, this ten tactical man squad with chainsaws can't hurt it. Yeah. To oh, actually they've got a chance. Mm. Yeah. And also these 
these ten guys with Melter, they might hurt it too. They've but actually got more. Of my point was more the it fact that more of a spectrum of possibility. The, 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 it was more about response to what people were saying on the day about it than being unkillable. Well, immediately no, I'm no, thinking no, they're not. They are, they are Here's the thing. For the, for the next three mon- months, we're going to have to put up with Chucklefucks on the internet going, <laughs> I've read this thing, I'm, I'm the only person that's understood it, and I'm going to do this. And do you know what? There'll be a lot of people who get caught out because we've all seen that kind of like bunny in the headlight stare when you put your army down. And as I've said, I think I've maybe said on the podcast before, certainly said uh, in, at the club, there's two games you play when you play a game of uh, Heresy. The one's the game on the table, the models the ones in your opponent's mind mm. and the number of times I've put stuff down and people have shit the bed and they should have walked all over me but they haven't because they've just never seen it before we're going to have that amped up to 11 for the next 3-4 months it's going to be like as soon as first person puts a Kratos down and that, that Kratos is going to be the most dangerous thing on the table and people are going to delete it and it's like cool well that was a sausage now the rest of my army it was a spicy sausage oh, yeah it was a spicy sausage but, I don't know, I think I think far too many people have read the leaks and decided that everything in the leaks is gospel. So that that has to be how dreadnoughts are going to change the meta or that has to be how yeah. X unit is going to change. It's one of the reasons that I've kind of ignored the leaks. Like, I'm not mm. interested in reading what well, the playtesters were doing a year ago. I've heard that people have been taking those leaks that came out, what, a month ago? Well, okay. Heresy Birmingham have been playing. Yeah, like, they've been building armies and playing those rules that were phase three. Could be on. That could be four, three, two years old now. And it's like, what? Why? It was, it was, I guess it's fun. Like I suppose it's fun, but I have it's to not, say we talked about this in the car coming here, didn't we? Mm. Uh, I've got no desire to play Heresy Old Version right no, now. I've not, no, no, no. Well, let's go back to the event. Talk yeah. about the event. So uh, we then. Got our game in, didn't we? Or we, we went yeah. to have our we got our slot booked in, so we went for our, our open game. So we, they got that set up in the the staff canteen, uh, so it was out of the way, and that was quite cool. They got like decent tables set up, like little four by fours, and then they'd um, got all the they got like print offs, like literal kind of print offs with staples through them for the the, the unit stats that are yeah. basically from the box set. Uh, of which I, I posted some photos and some people were like oh look the, the, the leaks aren't fixed in because the Praetor's changed I'm like it means nothing because this could be just specifically yeah. for the unit that's in the box yeah uh, it's, like, it's like I said like is a demo game ever really played with the full rules no exactly it, it so is. especially not if it's been a lot of the time they do these uh, box sets as a self-enclosed game like there's no options there's no it's what the models you've got in the box um, but yeah we basically me, you, and Steve went through effectively the reactions rules, didn't we? Uh, and that I, this is when I started getting quite excited about the day, because up until this point I've been a bit, a uh, bit of an anticlimax, unfortunately, because which to be expected really with what happened on Friday with the leaks of the photos. I'd go, I got the, you know, got a Mark Six. Then when we got to play the game, I watched you and Steve go through it first, and then had a go myself. The reactions thing. All of a sudden, is adding quite a different dimension to how what we're used to. Yeah, and not in a bad way. I don't. No, think. it's it, it. It makes the whole game much more interactive. So I don't know if you know anything about it. Who know? I don't know if I've been paying attention to reactions or anything like that. So what they've done, they've introduced a new element to the core game. 
we only had the basics, didn't we? The basics of these reactions, like the basic reaction well, rules. Yeah. So the so the principle is you get each phase of the game, the person who's the reactive player, so the person whose turn it is not, gets to do uh, one reaction per phase, and there's two standard ones that anybody can use, and of course there's legion specific ones as well. Yeah, which we didn't have we access didn't, to. We didn't no. use the, those. No. Um, so for instance, in react so. The movement ones were quite good. It's like when an enemy unit ends within 12 inches of you, uh, of you, uh, you so you're the reactive player, I'm the active player, I end my movement within 12 inches of you, you can re you can use a reaction to react to that. And you can either advance, which is a, it was like your initiative, inst uh, your initiative value in movement, in yeah. inches, straight towards the unit that triggered the reaction, or withdraw, which is the opposite. So straight array, four inches, you know, so your initiative, um, in inches directly away from the reactive unit. And, uh, uh, but that particular um, demo was about showing how tactical units have this heart of the legion rule, which means if they're in, within control of an objective, they get the, the new shrouded things, so like feel no pain. Stubborn? Is it yeah. stubborn? Uh, no, it's, feel, it's, it's like feel no pain. pain. It's a damage mitigation role, which is not a save, which is, is quite explicit in the rules. Well, the, the Dark Angels lore article that went up today um, previews their one of their advanced reactions. Hmm. So uh, this advanced reaction may be made once per battle, which is different. So there's like a turn, aren't they? Yeah, the core ones are. Yeah, per turn. so the core ones. Well, the core ones that you get one per phase. Generally speaking, if you read the warlord traits as well, they give you an additional one in a particular specific oh, phase. Right. So there's one I was reading. Um, oh Lord. I can't remember which one it was. Now, it was one of the warlord traits I've seen, um, and it was like gives you an additional reaction in the assault phase, for instance. So this is once per game. Uh, when a charge is declared for an enemy unit targeting one of the reactive player's units, yeah. before the charge is resolved, the reactive player must take a leadership test using the lowest leadership characteristic in the unit. Uh, if the leadership test is test, if the leadership test is passed. Then all models in the reacting unit gain the fearless and fear special rules uh, until the end of the controlling player's next turn. If the leadership test is failed, then all models in the unit making this reaction instead gain the stubborn and fear special rule until the next uh, until the controlling player's next turn. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's a uh, angels of death. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and that that's that's the key key mechanic difference. That that is effectively a new dimension, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it, it and what it's done is effectively take what was some people are oh, yeah, you go, I'll sit here and watch you roll lots of dice <coughs> and, bitch, and then eventually <laughs> remove models for you. Yeah. Uh whereas now it's you are constantly active. Now I've got experience of this previously from you know, I'm sure Ant has and you do as well from other game systems, but for me primarily it was um the first time I experienced something like this was in Infinity. Mm. Now, Infinity, it felt very overly complicated, whereas this felt very... Felt was. It well, was overly complicated. It, whereas this seems a lot... It's not simple, but it's a. It is. It's just a good way of being of being involved in the game at all times. See, I've seen quite a few people, 40k players on Instagram, say they much prefer reactions over the CP mechanic. I, I, I mean, I might have said this before, but 
the CP mechanic is something that puts me on 40k at the moment. It, I'm, I'm it so feels glad like it's a resource game as opposed to a... we didn't get CPs. Yeah. Like, honestly, I I would have just been like, fuck it. It, it, it's, it's, it, made, it basically has become a mini-game within 40k. Oh, everyone calls it 40 CP, don't they, no. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that the, we got we did the reactions. We also did a, an example of an assault, didn't we? Which we did. I thought was quite cool. Yeah. So um, Overwatch is a reaction. It now, made it made it full Blizzard score now, though, isn't it? It is yeah. full Blizzard. Yeah, so you get one per turn, yeah. one per active, uh, one per phase. Um, but it's full ballistic skill now. Do you know what the other reaction to assault is a problem? Well, hold the line. That's fucking so. I because when we did the example, I thought that was a better option than doing the well, in that situation. Yeah. So in the, in the demo, it was probably worth saying. So Overwatch is yeah, you get shot. Yeah. Ballistic skill. Yeah. Hold the line means the your the person the the active player charging gets a disordered charge. Oh, and that's right. No way. If you fail leadership test. Right. No. It, 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 so the reactive player makes a leadership test. Yeah. If they pass, then the charging unit gets the disordered charge. Correct. If you fail, it just carries on as normal. Then the disordered charge now is you, you get rid of your plus one for attack. Yeah. And you drop to initiative one. I didn't know about the initiative one, but mm. yeah. Now, the reason why it wasn't... Sensual. Uh, basically, the demo we were playing, they, they, they set up as basically a 10-man tactical squad versus a 20-man tactical squad. Hmm. So the 10, the 20-man tactical squad, in in our example of the assault, was the active player, whereas what was left of the tactical marines was like six marines. So in my head was, well, I've got six dudes. I don't know whether you get rapid fire or anything like that. We didn't yeah. even look at that. I might take out three or four. Now, this is the key thing. That reaction doesn't happen until after the movement has happened as part of the assault. So, so they can fail their charge. No, 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 can still no, react. no, no. It's the opposite. So whereas before, if I re if I did an Overwatch and I'd killed, so say you've got an eight inch charge currently, yeah, and uh, you know you roll eight inches, I I do an Overwatch and I kill the four guys in front that were within eight inch range. Yeah, that's now a failed charge. Right, right. Now you make that charge. And then, oh, and then the and then the reaction happens, and then it carries on. There's okay. no so there's no, and also you can the way you um, remove casualties changes. So you can take them from the back. Yeah, it's no longer from the front. Or, unless obviously they're out of range, but th there's none of this faffing about of um, right. Okay, I'm eight inches. Or, oh, I've lost a good one guy in Overwatch, and now I can't make the charge. Yeah. The charge happens. It's more a matter of what happens in the combat as part of the reaction. So either of Reduce you down like, by four guys by doing overaction fire, or I mean, d depending on how some of the buffs work with uh, like rage is currently plus two to your attack rolls, which is but that's as a bonus roll. If you get an disordered charge, that could really hamper your 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 charge. Yeah, I like that. It's it's really cool. I I read that when I started understanding that I really that's when I started kind of like okay I'm I'm really getting quite excited about this well, now I, I think for me it's the the drop into initiative one is, is paramount yeah I didn't know I didn't I missed because that because I, um, I had five marines of praetor assault against five terminators and I was a bit like I'm just going to basically overwatch fight because they're already at um, initiative one anyway what if they connect then I'm fucking dead those five extra attacks ain't gonna make any difference. Everyone was gonna get fucking ass whooped. So I just overwatched on that one. But then the interesting one is all all the terminators with two wounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was a bit like, 
Yep. Still toughness four by, but then the other one was well, which was interesting, was the change in the weapon skill. Yeah, the weapon, weapon skill, skill chart. Yeah. Yeah. That's a massive change. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. your weapon skill five, is But it's made it more usable. Well, it's, more just, it's just it's just how it should be. It's like you know, like uh, wep, you know, creators like weapon skill five, box standard dude is weapon skill weapon skill four. So it's threes for the Praetor to hit the Marine, and it's fives for the Marine to hit the Praetor. But now you can get it down to a two plus to hit the guy in combat. Yeah, whereas before it was never, never dropped. It makes, it makes weapon skill manipulation much more important. So like My Emperor's Children with their Sonic Shriekers, for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal now. Yeah. Well, the thing is, that back in obviously, well, I don't know, I don't know what it's going to, how it's going to be coming up, but it's like vets with um, weapons master. You can go to weapon, weapon skill five. Assuming that's still uh, again, yeah. I don't know, but you know, uh, but yeah, as an example, you're going to get some dudes and dudettes are like you know weapon skill five, and they're just going to be fucking trashing all over. It's like it was weird that my world eaters can shoot their bolt pistols better than they can hit people. Yeah, I see what you mean. Because I'm blissy skill three. Yeah, yeah. So I shoot with pistols prior to charging. When I'm hitting on fours, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, assuming. But you know what I mean. But uh, f from a kind of a rules perspective, from the open day, what the bits and bobs I saw, I managed to walk away with one of the scream sheets, which was quite oh, useful. Cool. Um, so that's got various little bits and bobs on it, and to be honest with you, it's like, yeah, it's wicked. I'm, I came away from that thinking, right, I, I'm, I'm excited that there's a mechanic in there that they've introduced that works. It makes it a different game. That's when we. Uh, got a bit of a photo op with someone famous, didn't we? And was oh, that's when you bugged it down because of Conan. Oh, yeah. what, what, that dickhead? Yeah. No. <laughs> we, need to, we need to message Tim from the I.I. Horace and get our brand new shiny donkey. I want my donkey. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, what's this? He put a post up saying a brand new shiny donkey to anyone that gets a selfie with um, oh, really? Jack. Oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> Jack, I probably stuck it up. Technically, there's five of us in that shop, so five, five donkeys. <laughs> Jack put a very funny post up on Instagram saying that he'd got a ticket and no, he didn't want any photo ops, don't stick a camera in my face. <laughs> I missed which, that. Which was obviously very, very funny. Because um, obviously if you, if you know Jack and you get his sense of humour, he's, he's got quite a dry, he's, he's very dry sense, sense of humour. Yeah. Dry? It's like the fucking Kalahari Desert. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so you, I saw you guys got a photo op with him. What did, did he enjoy it? I mean, uh, I, I, we, we, honestly, he, I think he was there to get have a few drinks and have a good time. But um, well, what, was it after twelve o'clock? Uh, what uh, in I, day? I saw yeah. it. Yeah, so, so he'll, he'll have had uh, at least three. I I I'd taken it upon myself when I bumped into him to go and rescue Luke because he was having a bad time. Um, and then I actually I didn't I ended up talking to Jack and his mates. <laughs> why why was Luke having a bad oh, time? Well, it's, a, it's a story maybe not for recording, but yeah, he, he, yeah, let's explain that. Was he was he getting molested? No, don't worry about no, it. Let's, let's just move on from that. We should make a new rumor up. No, <laughs> He's, he was touching somebody in a whack way. No, oh, no, he was giving him the whack touch. The whack touch, Overall, overall, the day for me. If it was more than a fibre, I'd have been disappointed. Yes. Well, this is the thing. Well, like, this is what I was going to go into is that after that game, uh, you, that's when you had to go, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so, so you had, had to go. a laser quest party at two. Yeah. Fucking wicked. Fucking man. laser quest so yeah. good. Do you know what? I was basically. I nearly put a rubber bayonet on the end of my gun and nearly dropped it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right, like, 12 year old kids, I think the best one I did 
is I used one of them as a human shield. Yeah. So I grabbed the back of his Yes, Me and Steph used to go to 24 hour like overnight locking locking events. Oh, yeah. Mega Zone. Yeah, Duke Street. Duke Street. Yeah, that was so good. 15 million. Fucking steps at the top. Yeah, of the yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, Fit by the time I got to the top. Yeah, so you obviously left, and then at that point it was like, you know, we'll get a drink. Oh, we went to the museum, didn't we? Because part of the ticket got you free into the museum. Yeah, but I've been in there fucking loads. No, but yeah, yeah, we did it anyway. Did, did you see the new Ash um, Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah that was cool. Uh, and then came out, and then that uh, at that point, I was, uh, you know, obviously the, the crowd had died down a little bit around the cabinet, so went for another look. Mm. And I'd seen. Um, Obviously, what they've got is uh, an example of each legion, like a Mark Six Marine in each legion yeah, colour yeah, on a stand. Yeah. And I really like the Alpha Legion colour scheme. So uh, I got uh, chatting to um, one of the staff guys, um, Chuck called Ed, uh, and I asked him if he knew how it was done. Oh, Ed Barfield. Uh, I think I can't remember yeah, what he's yeah, done. Yeah, he, he yeah, used to run the heresy events at Warhammer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and he basically said, oh, I don't know, but I, I know someone here that does. And it was one of the people that were running the um, demos, yeah. the staff that were running the demos. So uh, I was milling around waiting for them to finish the demo they were on. We were looking at the um, the competitions. So speaking of which, shout out to Steve. Steve Robinson, local Ooh, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, got two pins, uh, two bronze pins for his mm-hmm. stuff. Really nice. There was some fantastic stuff in there. Um, yeah, he, he, you know, really nice one on that one. Um, yeah, I went to have a look at the that, and then this person finished their demo game, so went to have a bit of a chat about this paint scheme. And as a part of that conversation, I learned a lot more about what's going on personally. Mm. And I came out of that conversation, and it had completed the day for me. That to me, that conversation and that moment made the day for me because I got an opportunity to speak to a staff member rather than worrying about a content creator that. Uh, turned out um, I mean I'll be careful about what I was told because to be honest there was nothing really told to me that was that we didn't already know maybe but there were things that I wasn't aware of key thing was these staff members had got the actual book and they allowed me to have a look through the book they said as long as you don't take photographs you're allowed to have a look what's the Warhawk's Jet White look like? I mean quite frankly (sighs) is it shit? I wouldn't be buying it. No, nah, Alan, get fucked. I mean, to watch, <laughs> to watch you, the Custodius bike conversions I've seen are probably better. Damn, son. <laughs> what, was, the, was the thing we do just... No, he wasn't. I'd be book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, basically, I was just flicking through it uh, to get a feel for the book, get an idea what it was like, and I was asking questions and whatnot. Was and there, the, the Okay, so what was in there? Was it just, just the rules? And it was the core rule book. It wasn't the army books. It was just the core rule book. Uh, so yeah. I, was, I asked a few questions, questions that I was interested in. So one was, is this the book, the actual book that's going to be in the box set? Mm. Like, not a different covered version like they have in 40K or AOS. It's the same book. Oh, the big thick book. It's the big black thick book ball. with that cover on it. It's the same book. That's well, be we can't book. call it a black book, otherwise people are going to get aggro. Oh, fair enough. But yeah, it's the same... Uh, Okay. Core rule book you're seeing in the photos. And is it like 40k age sigma where you've got a load of fluff and then you've got the rules kind of Basically, thing. so from what I gathered, each legion has maybe uh, two to three pages each, mm. which is a, the, the initial page is the cover from their Primarchs book. Well, as in Ooh. the Black Library book. Not all of them are out though. Not yet. I didn't look through all of them, but, mm. but that I, literally I was you know, leafing through it. I wasn't going to be reading every single page because um, this person was kind enough to let me have a look at it. I'd have fucking run off. 
Um, <laughs> not I wouldn't personally. Cause I can't. <laughs> no, we, no, you can't. We did, we did joke that um, most of the, most of the things could be explained by me and Ant looking at each other, going "Let's rock!" <laughs> and then the doom <laughs> music kicking in while we legged it and Listen, stuff. No um, stop it. You see, with some the size of some of the staff members, I could have. Snaps him like a fucking twig. Yeah. Any person who would have stopped me is probably Ed <laughs> or Wayne. Yeah. Well, well there's, um, this is a mad tangent, but recently Luke shared a video into the 69th fleet of a guy that takes a drone places and like videos everything. Yeah. And he tried to he tried to film inside Warhammer World, which obviously you're not allowed to do that private really? mission. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. there's children and stuff. No, 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 as in, who would fucking take a drone yeah. inside there? Well, no, no, he was filming on his, like, I think it was like a body cam or some shit. Oh, yeah. But, like, obviously you have to establish permission to film on the premises, and you also have to, like, have permits and shit in yeah, case there are children yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And this guy, I mean, I'm, I don't know who he is. He came off like a massive cunt because he was just yeah. arguing. But they called one of security. And, like, the stereotypical, like, bouncer bold head like right we'll have to take you outside mate it was super nice and super like wow. polite yeah. but it made me laugh so much that I was like that security unless you've got like rapid response security guards who were built for speed that man's running nowhere unless there's a bacon <laughs> sandwich on the go <laughs> <laughs> so like we did, I am surprised that someone didn't chance it and, well like, funny enough you know Mr Cooper Yes. I watched it because he was doing some of the demos and I was sitting there I was painting a fucking pastel boy in Mark 7 which was hilarious and six and, you motherfucker and I and I watched him basically walk across you know in front of all the cabinets and basically just kind of just cause a fucking rift through the, the sea <laughs> yeah, yeah. to go and check the cabinet doors weren't open and because I was oh there'd be a chances absolutely yeah. But so anyway, I was looking through the book. Yeah, so each legion's got a couple of pages. One is the initial page seemed to be the cover from the the Primark novels. Mm. Uh, then a bit of fluff, and then a color plate, and that was cool because it's got the color plates in there. It gets still. Are they the old color plates? You think or are they new? Uh, no idea. Uh, without looking at them side by side, what the what I like about them is they're in a similar format. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you know, the old ones were like Jane's um, military guys, which were fucking great. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was to that extent but it was you know, but like I said there's only a couple of pages this is core rule book mm. um, and then I was flicking through like you got the, the main rules and the examples and this and the other then it established the fact that it's using the uh, what from what I could tell in the core rule book there's only one force organisation shot there's no alternatives really uh, there's no multiple different ones good because Leviathan was bullshit yeah it, it wasn't bullshit it was only bullshit when they allowed them to use rights to war with it what was the other one uh, onslaught was the other one. Why we could have four of support choices. And the, the fortification one was the or the Castellan one was quite good. I didn't yeah, know that was but, yeah, basically that it's one force organisation shot. I mean, whether there's others in the army books which we've not seen, then I don't know. But in, I'm in, really, you know what? I'm really surprised by that. I was really happy about that because that to me is a, a, quite a core cool thing for army building. The the, the thing that so always struck me out the thing I thought that kept some of the absolute wild bullshit out of heresy in terms of list building. Was that force? Yeah. the force organisation. I, I would have always argued you could take almost seventh, any seventh edition army from forty k, apply that force org chart to it, and, it, and works. You, it would immediately take most of the bullshit out. Yeah, it's 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 a for me, it's been a core way of balancing armies. Yeah, you can break it, you can push it, but everyone's working to the same restriction. 
Now, obviously, we don't know about what rights of war, how they work yet, so they might change things. I imagine that it'll I be similar it, to before. It also leaves the door open for being like, right, here's here's your core book, here's the core force organisation chart, um, like the Crusade force. Or yeah. Everyone plays with that, everyone gets used, because obviously there's going to be new players coming up, so that's the last thing you really want is to be like, oh, I've turned up and I've got my Leviathan or my Onslaught, and it's like, why? It, it simplifies but then, things. But then, like later on, for example, I don't know. Let's um, fucking beta Garmin book comes out, and it's like here's the force org. Or here's onslaught as a force but org. You, that's because the only one you now use. there are like you are in a war zone where you can have multiple lords of war, and it not well, be fucking stupid. That actually raises a point. So there is one change to the the the, the force org chart that that, that I noticed without looking studio. From what I can tell, it's three HQ choices potentially. Nice. Uh, but, well, that's what we've currently got anyway. Yeah, but I never take yeah. three because I'm three. You've got uh, <laughs> you've got your six troops choices, four elites. Yeah. From what I can gather, three heavy support, three fast attack. Yeah. Um, you've got a Lord of War choice. Yeah. Allied chart. So the allies yeah. in there. Uh, you've got a, I think a fortification slot. Yeah. Maybe. Don't quote me on that one though. Yeah. I was too excited about it at the time. Ooh. But there's an extra one, and that's for Primark. No, so the Primark has its own slot that fulfills. So you could technically have a Primark and a Lord of War choice as two separate things. Aren't However, yeah, they are still under the same restriction for the points values, which is twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. So you can you, they they have so a Lord of War choice and a Primark choice is now are now separate. So Primarchs aren't Lord of War, yeah. they're a Primarch, uh, but they still, they both fall under that limit of the 25% of your army that you can have. So you're going to have a Thunderhawk with your Primarch inside it. Well you could, but you're going to need a, sort of like a 5,000 point army to take that. Yeah. To get the 25%, yeah. yeah. So but, uh, that to me was the only change that I noticed on the on the, riding on top of the war. Hand, but it was also so the thing I was probably most happy about, because as you guys know, I do nothing but build lists as part of my hobby. And that, that, Force org chart has been core to my gaming since I've been started 40k, and it was just cool to see that that's the way that they're keeping it. As Ross says, we might see more down the line, but they've simplified it in the core rulebook at the moment. To be honest, I'm quite controversial. It makes absolutely no fucking difference to me. Well, because I've always used it... I've always used Crusade. Not very often. Yeah. No, that's yeah. I mean, that might be exactly why they did it because the majority of the time we've only ever used Crusade. The only time we've done a, a variation is Zone Mortalis. Well, yeah, ZM, but ZM will hopefully piece. get its own rules soon, if it, not in the initial release. Uh, there was nothing in the book that I saw. I asked the question. Yeah. But uh, I'm not going to give the answer because I don't want to get someone in trouble. Fair. Uh, but. I would say I don't think we need to worry about it. I mean, to be honest, it's, I wouldn't have worried about it anyway because no. then do they say what well, they say? Plastics are yeah, right for it, and, so. and it's probably one of the most popular game yeah, formats. Exactly. Um, I I honestly don't think because I've never reached for one of the other four orgs because I I can do what I never, I can manipulate it with rights of war if I want to run something. Specific. There was more than enough options out yeah. there, wasn't there? So I mean, the only time I've ever seen anyone run onslaught is when they want like. Two super heavies or two titans, or they want they just want they want a fucking whack win button. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen the fortification one used. Have you used it? Yeah, used it with my imperial fists. Do you remember when? Do you remember when Kurt shit the bed and he parked his uh, 
He parked his Spartan up against the wall and then he got stuck because he couldn't get out. Got out. That's when I was living in Leeds. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was an epic game. That was. That was the dark time. That was that was the uh, classic example of beating somebody in the mind rather than on the table. Yeah. Th- this was another thing that um, was new to me. So, um, this falls under the Specialist Design Studio. This is not mainline Games Workshop. Well, as in. The, the, it's by the same people the that team. do yeah the team yeah, yeah. that do Adeptus Titanicus Blood Bowl Necromunda it, it falls under their control in terms of uh, as a rule set uh, and also the studio that paint the miniatures as well yeah, yeah. this is something that they don't get the credit for so it, the cabinets you, the miniatures that were in the the, like the box set armies that were painted up they were done by the content creators but the ones in the middle of the cabinet were done by the specialist design studio uh, staff um, you know, we've obviously been used to like, heavy metal team and Games Workshop and that, but these guys, you know, some of these people were the ones that were running the demos and stuff like that. They've painted those miniatures and they're really nice. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. And like this person that I was speaking to uh, was running through this um, like their method for doing the Alpha Legion one, and they went through every little detail of it, and it was it was just amazing. I thought it was very nice. They released um, a video, and it was like a behind the scenes of the new edition kind of thing because it had it had Andy Hoare and a few other people. And it's. It, it, I'm glad that Andy Hoare's involved because he's, he's like a stalwart of the good old days. Yeah, of those classic yeah, kind of like, like specialist games that we used to, that we remember a lot back in the day. The stuff he's done with Necromunda, has made me love the new Necromunda more than the old one, which yeah. is which is big because I absolutely you love the I old love one, the old Necromunda. So like I'm glad that they're still involved. I think a lot of the confusion comes in because obviously like. Specialist games are still looking after it. They're still writing the rules. They're still doing the releases, but it's now got. It's now a mainline game. It's being pushed as a mainline game. Well, by the looks of it, it, it advertises as such. They put the, the Warhammer banner on it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of falling as like a, a third part of what we've come to know as like you say the Warhammer banner. But, but there's also the investors meeting last year, year before, where the investors were told, in the next few years. The Horus Heresy will be our biggest selling game, so like they can't have that level of confidence with the investors. No, they. I mean, also look at the fucking cinematic we got. Like that's a lot of money. The like the, the first wave plastics we're getting. The assurance that every mainline marine unit will be plastic. Yeah. There's a lot of money being put into this. The only thing I didn't like. Was the announcement that the Mark Three and Mark Four were being bundled into twenties and, yeah. and not being resized? I think that's. I well, think that's, that's just an initial a, thing to try and get rid of the the current stock. It, I mean, that's fair if it is, but I think that's well, if you think about it, it's a misplay in my opinion. It gets people playing, and then they yeah. Uh, and like by making the boxes of twenty, might be just like what if we put them to box twenty, we can clear the stock quicker, and then we can focus on maybe resizing them. What do you think the price point's going to be on them? 20 man squad. How much is it for a 10 man squad now? What, 35, 35 quid? So, what's that? About 7 sets. So, I reckon you're going to be looking at about 60 quid. Yeah. See, I reckon. So, you look at the new box that they're releasing with the Spartan in it and everything. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's not limited. That's now going to be a stock item for everyone. Yeah, that's not like a one off. They might sell out of initial stock, but it will be yeah. it will come back. So basically rather than like the betrayal of cow thought it was only out for X amount of time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, then. More like rather than Indomitus and Dominion, which had their splash release and once it was gone it was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From what I've been told, and um, I've heard it echoed on other podcasts as well, 
the this box is going to be our how you get started in the heresy box mm. for, for like until there's a third edition. Yeah, mm. that's so the like, new the new starter set. Yeah, because we were we were thinking it was going to be like a command edition, like you know, like the yeah, like the I can I can see which is why I asked about the book. It's why I asked about whether the book yeah. that we're seeing is the one that we're going to get in the box. That's 100, 180 quid, two hundred quid. Yeah, right. That is a huge amount of models for for for, for, for the money. I if Games Workshop are really because obviously we've seen a lot of Games Workshop being like fuck recast and fuck three D printing. They they want their share of the market back. Mm. If they slash that box set down to like fifty quid for twenty Marines, who's going to China? Yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? And I think I think it's also quite evident in the way they priced the Eldar Avatar. It's like thirty yeah, was, forty that, quid that, less than yeah, the other equivalent expect, sized miniatures. People expected that to be about ninety quid, and yeah. it was sixty quid when it yeah. came out. It's still a lot. It's the, it is, but it's the same size as like the Sleshy Demons. So I don't know. I'm not physically seen they're, it. They're like is, they're, he, is he big? Is he a big? He's big, yeah. big. He's on the same size base as those, so, and he, yeah. he he might not be quite so bulky as them, but he's mm. got he's a big model. Yeah, it's and it's like like I say, thirty quid less. So if they if they want to push heresy and they want to secure not only the new sales but they want to claw back some of the losses that are being taken by like the recasters yeah giving us that core box at 180 quid that's a good start giving us 20 man tactical squads at 50 quid that's even better and then because they're still going to make a shitload of money like let's let's not fuck about they're still going to make loads of money oh just all that start set yeah, that box set alone is just going to make them the tournament. But my other, the other thing that tells me, or kind of suggests to me, that it's going to be not cheap but cheaper, is they brought in all these influencers, these content. I'm not going to call them influencers. Fuck that. They're content creators. They brought these content creators in that have got ties to a younger audience. They've brought in them and they've got ties to AOS, ties to 40k. They clearly want Heresy to be played by new new people. 60, 70 quid for 20 marines, which you need at least Lots. one box of. Yeah. That's not, Dad, can I have some spending money investment? Do you know what I mean? That's that's quite a, that's a, that's a wedge of change. There's an interesting point, eh? Like, considering what, with, what we're, you know, obviously it's an assumption, but it seems like the way they're going, like you say, that it's like they're trying to appeal to a new audience, you know, bring in 40k players, AOS, younger people. Bearing that in mind, and the experience we've had with uh, going from Old World to AOS and going from 7th to 8th edition, this time, it's not like they've, got, they've not gone, fuck you guys, you know, all you guys have been playing this for years, fuck you, we're only interested in the new people. They've gone, no, we know that you guys have supported this, we want to, we want to keep the game playable for you guys that are experienced and enjoy the game as it is. But also, we're tr- what we're what they're trying to do is introduce new people to that system yeah, yeah. in a different way, rather than being a roll your dice on the game board and just make up the rules as you go, like they did with Eighth Edition. See, part of me wants to turn around and be like, it's because they're aware that if they if they fuck off the community, then the game's on its ass. It's not realistically. It will always go. If through. all of us grognards and fucking neckbeards were like, oh, I don't like Second Edition, I'm going to play First Edition. There are going to be loads of people that are still that are going to move to yeah. second. The game will still carry on. Absolutely. I think because it is the design team that it is, and because 
like you see Andy Hoare on Instagram all the time posting miniatures talking to people in fact it was on Instagram that I found out the difference between a Palantine Aquila and a normal Aquila because of Andy Hoare yeah because Andy Hoare turned around and went it's this and then someone in the comments was like how do you know and he was like <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> so a Palantine Aquila do you not know who I am so the Palantine Aquila that the um, Emperor's children have are the ones with the upcurled wings yeah but I, didn't, I had no idea no I didn't no I and always then, thought it was something to do with the it. eagle's head. I thought yeah, it was either the eagle's head or the lightning bolt. Yeah. But then I thought about it, and that upturned wing is on on the custodians, and it's on the emperor's children. It's not anywhere else. No, it's always the straight. Everything else is just the imperial aquila, and I was like, that makes so much fucking sense now that it's been pointed out to me by someone it, that it, knows. What it makes it, what, what, it makes sense that it was an honour for the emperor's children at the yeah. time. Whereas before, for me, it was always been, well, what was the big honour? Because it's everywhere. Yeah. So why do they? Why were they so special? What made them different? But yeah, that. Yeah, that. Curvy was, wings. Yeah, apparently curvy right. wings. What do you think of the Mark Six plastics? Just, just before we go on to that, going what? back on the rule book discussion, yeah. something else I just remembered is I don't know if uh, you. I think you knew or knew about this maybe already, but there's no psychic phase anymore. Yeah. No, it's kind of like AOS where it happens when it happens. Yeah, basically, basically you, you you kind of like the powers either activate in a specific phase, or they're a weapon that you can shoot instead of like a pistol. Or using close combat. Yeah, it basically like states that. in each psychic. I mean, I don't know about disciplines or anything like that, but I've the, flicked the through them quickly. But yeah, the te- the tests are basically if you if some of them some some of the powers seem to be you've got basic one where you don't have to take a test, just use it. And it's a bit, uh, or there's a you can try and channel the warp, and take a psychic test, and then it's super powerful. But if you fail, it's just a leadership test. If you fail it, you just take D three wounds, no saves. Like Done. That. But there is all. Uh, I did ask if you can try and stop them. And apparently you can. I don't know yeah, how don't or know what that mechanic is, that. but apparently you can stop It'll psychic be a, powers. Like a similar design of the witch kind. It might be. Ju- it might even be just a piece of war gear or something like that, or something like that. Mark Six Marines. Now you guys have seen them in the flesh. What do yeah. you think? Beaky heads are still fucking retarded. <laughs> I like them more now. Burning horseshit. I like the. I like the beakies. No. I mean, I've got. I always got a nostalgia kick kicking off it because the first battle report I ever saw in White Dwarf was Blood Angels in beakies. Uh, so I'm always going to have that nostalgia kick. I like the models more now. I've seen them in person yeah. than I did in the pictures. The scale of them doesn't seem as bad as I was expecting. They, I know there's pictures going around in comparison, but when you I see mean, them on the table, there's a really good one that Dan took. That's it, yeah, but on the ta- look at them in the cabinet, they didn't seem out of place. No, no, no. That, that, that's the thing is, they're opinion. not going to look out of place from a foot and a half away. Anyway. Exactly, that's kind of my point. Is that I'm looking at them in the cabinet, and they seem suitable. They didn't. They didn't seem like Primaris, if you know what I mean. To be honest, Dan sent that picture of the of the Marines side by side, and I posted it for more of a meme than anything else. So I knew it would wind people up. Yeah, and it did. It like yeah. we the, did numbers on that post, boys. We did numbers. The, it, it was bound to be. They were bound to be bigger, and there was bound to be a difference. Then they, you know, I mean, they, they, they said it from the off start. They telegraphed it. There's one thing I dislike about the Mark Six at the moment, and it's the backpack. Yeah. Oh, I like that. The backpack oh, seems backpack. really. Being one, I'm just I'm building an army of Mark Six, yeah. and the backpacks that we I've got access that I'm using are very different to those ones. So it feels like that's a, a big. I mean, it it might be just a um, a tooling way. You know, it might be yeah. easier to make the tooling for for the plastic molds. But for me, that's about the only thing I dislike about. It. It's not like I'm not sitting there going, "Well, I'm not going to have Mark Six because of it." Uh, the only thing I dislike is the fucking hands-on guns bullshit. But that, that's a bit garbage. I don't know if that's going to be a Ongoing thing, uh, the way it will the, be because it's it's all over forty k. 
yeah. Uh, it, it, I, this was funny, actually. I tried to ask one of the guys who were handing out the Mark 6 with, uh, how do they go together. Like, are they, like, torso, legs? And um, He couldn't got, figure it I've out. I've got the answer to I know, but he, the, what made me laugh is that the staff member I was asking didn't know. Did they push for it? No. no. They're not. They're multi-pack and multi-pose, aren't they? Oh, spicy. That was the only thing I was disappointed about on the day. One of the things I was disappointed well, about on the day. Me, if you let me speak, oh, sorry, I'll on. tell you. So, all the legs are different. So there's X amount of sets of legs, and you've got split torsos. Split torsos. <laughs> and, well, you might be torso, you've got all the torsos, and then the old, all the arms are interchangeable between them. You see, that's different, because on the current Mark IVs and the Mark Threes, you've got to keep the arms paired, yeah. Yeah. otherwise you can't get the fit right. Yep. Whereas yeah. with this, because I was speaking to Monsieur Ash from Gorilla Miniature, and I was having a good old... Because got them. I was having a good old chit-chat, and he was telling me that Marines are all interchangeable, so it's all right, nice and OG, and um, the Spartan and the Rhino were certain sprues within the Spartan and the Rhino were completely separate to the main body. So, so the, the couple are gonna, yeah. And also, the quad las. So they could put them into different tank kits. Correct. So, but, Ooh, so, the, so, quad the, quad, so the quad las was all yeah. The quad is it the quad or the double las? It probably which, be the double. Which is which is separate to the rest of the sprue. So he thinks that the the OG um, Land Raider will have the same kit. Will have the same kit. Which makes mm. sense because the current. The pro the current Proteus, which is the one I use, isn't the assault version. That has an option to upgrade it to have the twin link last can, which is what I've got. So that would make that would uh, if any I was surprised that the Spartan had got it as the option. Well, the now. thing is, though, when we because I was having a, it was a bit quiet by that point because it was about half twelve-ish, and I was having a chat with him, and and he was and his general thoughts were there was he's it looks like they planned this very well to kind of make them inter interchangeable, like, interchange all the kits together. And that was yeah. a bit like. The, 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 what was, the what I was going to say is that one of the disappointments was that we didn't get to see any sprues. There was yeah. no, no. I don't think they were ever going to do that. The, the thing is, I think, in the cabinet. No, but but someone will take a picture of them, and it's the problem they had with the um, the void dragon. So the void dragon got leaked, and within hours there was a three D model STL of that on, okay. on the internet. It's incredibly easy from a sprue to build an STL because I've watched. Um, it was either a YouTube or on Instagram. It was someone talking about how, from a sprue, they've retroactively built the STL as kind of like, a, oh, I wonder if I can do this. So I, I think to protect the the fact that like this happened with the the Void Dragon, okay. it's almost definitely happened with that fucking um, leaked Demon Prince, or it would have happened if they hadn't. Like displayed the, the model, not showing the sprues is kind of future proofing the fact that then someone's not going to take a, a, a snap and be like, "Hey, look at the sprues! Look how cool they are!" And then someone is going to, with the skills, be like, "I'll make an STL. I'll bang it on, scale it in." Wherever. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can basically. Because like on the one hand, yeah, I would love to see what's in that box because I'd love to know if there's like extra bits, extra components. If there's if there's weird shit in there. Like, are there just going to be a bunch of guys with bolters, or they're going to have like a set of special weapons in there? I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't think we will because we've got the box of special yeah. weapons. The only thing about them additional boxes that disappoints me is no combi weapons yet, or combat weapons. Although fucking Uncle Whack Touch is a hundred percent sure there's a despoiler kit coming. 
Makes sense. But I need to make a really weird apology on the on the subject of Mark Six. Mm. So it's been pointed out to me that on the last episode we did I explained like the the whole thing about the proliferation of Mark Six. Mm-hmm. I brought up some points based on like the law and stuff. And someone said to me, Hey, that's very similar to what Rembrandt's retreat did, except they took like huge shots at the outer circle about it. Yeah. Now like, I'm not a huge fan of the Outer Circle. I think he has some opinions that make sense. Other times I'm like, that's maybe being salty, but whatever. His content's not for me. But we weren't taking shots at him. Like, we don't... None of us fucking watch I, his content. No, I, I do. don't. You know what? I normally watch him. I just sit there giggling my ass up. Fair. Because I just, I just yeah, find I'm, it quite entertaining. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm not much of a... Is he a YouTube person? Yeah, he is a YouTube yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I use YouTube very specifically. I'm not one who just goes searching whoever's popular at the moment yeah. or whatever. So, Hentai, honestly, right? I've, ne- I've never seen anything. But uh, one of my him. friends kind of said, hey, were you, were you taking shots at Outer Circle as well? And I was nah. like, no. Went and listened to the Remembrances Retreat episode and was like, oh, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, are. they are. And then I watched his reply video and I was like, Okay, I want no part of this no. internet can shit I, fight. Can I, I'm just going to say this out loud. If you ever hear me say the words or suggest as a thing to do a response video, you, are, <laughs> you can stick the biggest fucking knife you can find through my eye hole because I will clearly have gone mental. Fair. Well, Mark 6, everyone likes him. I like him. I, 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 enough for me to yes, get the box set. More than I thought I would. No beakies there. No fucking beaky heads. That's an interesting point, though. One of the things I did really like about the... Um, well, we mentioned this pretty briefly, is that how well alternative heads fit in with them. Yeah, they do. The Sons of Horus heads look really good. That, so did that they, was uh, my initial one. Ones yeah, well. they, they look... I mean, there was... A, I think they got, I didn't look at the Blood Angels one, but there was... Using... I mean... I, I, I've lost track of whether some of these are still available or not, but... Yeah, yeah the Sons of Horus one was the one that jumped yeah. at me initially, was... That they look really because some of the the legion specific heads aren't always a specific mark. Some of them are mark of uh, agnostic. Yeah. yeah, and like I know that a lot of the blood angels ones have got a mark four feel to them. So you know the um, you know the iron warrior one that's like the fa- the blank face plate. Yeah, that's I a, think that would work really well on mark. Yeah, that would look really nice, really right. nice. But yeah, mark six. Are you using them? Yes. What for? Blood angels. Yes, uh, exclusively Raven Guard. My new army. Nah, not first by him. No, I'm doing Firewing, so Dark Angels. Yeah, Ugh. specifically, uh, like knowing how much the box set is, knowing that you get that full rule book, uh, and after seeing the models, um, I'm definitely getting a box set. I was unsure before. I was like, nah, kind of not sure because of what's in there. Definitely want to get it, but I'm going to focus on a um, infantry-based mechanized Blood Angels army in parallel to the, the jump army I'm planning. Kratos. Yes. Yeah, which mm-hmm. Legion? Uh, initially, Iron Warriors to finish them off because I think it suits that that the, the, what I, the armies that I built for that initially. Dan, uh, no, no, not at all, or not uh, initially. Uh, n- no, for the next six months, mainly oh, because uh, my my inner revolutionary's gone. Oh, you're all buying fucking crass, I say. Well, fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm not. Um, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. You see, the thing is though, because until I see. The like the rules for the traitor legions. Yeah, that's that's the. I'm hard not. Part. I'm not 
you know what I mean? I'm not overly bothered. We don't know how our armies are going to change or anything like that, do we? It's like with the world eaters. Does it fit into the world eaters? Yeah, armoured breakthrough. Can I take armoured breakthrough anymore? Don't know. So, you know what I mean? So this is that. Whereas for the the bearers... I I think it would be a good centrepiece for the bearers. Yeah, but you see, the thing is, I'd rather be really controversial and take the fucking the bang bus. Yeah, baby. Oh, the Spartan. Yeah, no. Oh, the the, the Mastodon. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Well, is that still a thing? Who knows? I I fucking found out there's a bigger version of that bastard called the Stegodon. (laughs) What? In the law, yeah. Okay, that's just a moving building at that point. Um, I am probably going to get at least two for the Salamanders, just because of Volkite. All the Volkite. Yeah. Mm. The, the Volkite turret is what convinced me, I think, when I saw it. Yeah, me and, Volk- it looked, me and Ollie were salivating over it. I don't it, know, you see... Uh, I, I, it's a nice piece of kit. You see, I'm still... I'm still and this is, this is the OG in me. I still fucking like the Demolisher. Well, yeah, the Demolisher cannon's dope. No, I no, think, no, as in, as in the... Oh, the, the, the Lehman Rust. The Vindicator. The Vindicator. Oh, the Vindicator. I'm always, I, like, I like Siege Vindicator. Yeah. I went through three tanks before I got there. <laughs> the, thing, the thing about the, the Kratos, to me, that I like is the turret has three different modular designs for the, for the gun. Yeah. So the back half of the turret's different for each gun. Yeah. I could see moving forward, Forge World being like, here is a super heavy conversion beamer. Here is like a, a plasma cannonade, mm. and like you get these extra bits to 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 layer onto that tank. Yeah, I know it's leaks. I know it could mean complete bollocks. But has anyone seen anything that's related to a conversion beam yet? Like, are they still complete trash? No idea. I'm not even bothered. Even no. though obviously you know I've been sent links by various different people about the leaks. That's I've I've been, just be I've been generally <laughs> curious to see whether they, how they've changed that one. I've been working. Man. If they've made it good, as in like. I can no longer piss harder than it hits from like six inches away. Then yeah, cool. This is this is going to be an interesting one because this might divide the room a bit, a little bit. The new plastic uh, Demios rhinos. Are you getting any? Yes. What legion? Blood angels. Blood angels. Two point is my. I'm focusing on blood angels now. Right. Dan. Yes. Four for the Raven Guard. Four. And potentially for the bearers. I'm not going to touch them for the eaters. Because I've gone Mars pattern for everything, yeah. and the OCD in me would have a fucking shit fit. Yeah. Spe- I think know. I think I'll, I'll plan on going Mars with uh, Alpha Legion if I ever get around to them. But then the thing is, it depends on the price point. If yeah. it's about, well, I think they'll be comparable to be honest. Yeah, but then if they whatever the current Rhino is about, well, how much is the Sisters of Battle one? About thirty something. No, million. probably about forty quid now. Well, what? Well, anyway, anyway, it's on to eBay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll just go look on. I found that I've got six Mars pattern rhinos upstairs in the office that I've accumulated over the years. Yeah, you're going to use them, I think so. Do it. I think so. But this is, the th- this is my other question. This is why it might divide the room a little bit. Yeah. Now we've got the Demios pattern, do we think they're going to do away with the Mars pattern? <gasps> no. No. It's too inbred into 40k. No, because, um, because the Predator. Is it, though? Because they're phasing out Firstborn from 40k. Yeah, I think. Bearing in mind the number of variants that are 40... Uh, 35 quid. 35 quid. The number yeah, of variants that they've got based on the Mars, it would seem odd to then replace it all completely. Why? Because it's already there. What are they losing by taking but it away? We've, 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 I've seen a, a, a leaked image of a Dimeos Predator. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not denying that the Dimeos has got other variants as because well. Because it's all about SKU numbers and warehousing space. So if they're not selling units of rhinos in 40k, 
and they are selling Damios units. I mean, and when like, I say units, I mean like units of stock. Will we see then a a Damios version of a Razorback then? Because that was never that was that. But why would need, why would you need a Razorback? Because they're currently in the Space Marines. Currently, they're being phased out. Yeah, because your Primaris is taken over. Because Primaris can't get in the in the. No, the they all have their floaty yeah. boys. So it's like, do do I do we think that the Dimios frame is is going to be in there alongside the basic Rhino frame? I don't think it is. No, I no, think that because care. the tracks are different. No, it's a totally different. It's kit. a brand new it's kit. A definitely good. You, you've got to make, you've got a fair point. Like now, I, you, the realization the fact that Primaris can't get in the old in the old transports. I don't think they'll get rid of the Mars. You think it will get reboxed into the Heresy line at some point? More than likely, an as alternative, a, as a variant. That's what I think. Because That's what I'd like them to do. Because the thing is, though, if I think about when the Mark II B Rhino came out, and I still remember it because I was working at GW at the time, and that's how long ago it was. Um, it's paid for itself fifty million times. Oh yeah, over. yeah. Mm. So every time you print, every time you you, you know you inject a sprue, then that's it. It's pure profit. But that's why I kind of what I mean is like why why, why get rid of it? It's, it's already I, I because it's warehousing issues. But then, but then they might you know either doing their um, they're circling out they're doing like this you know every so often they'll go right we last chance to buy this lot is going to go off production for a bit. I could see it doing that. See, cynically, I'm I'm still yet to see them bring something back that they've cycled out. Yeah, but they've only been doing it a couple of months. I know, but that's what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'll have more faith in that when, when they you go. See something come back. Hey, but remember these? Interestingly enough, you know when they cycled out some of the first stuff from forty k, you had Primaris stuff in there. You did actually, yeah. yeah, yeah I was a bit the very first wave of Primaris. Here's a question for you then. This is not related to heresy, unfortunately, but is this a fucking warehousing question? No, 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 no. Okay. It's it's along the lines of what you're talking about phasing. Oh the, God, those logistics. Yeah. No, it's okay. So. How long has Ninth Edition been out now? Two years? Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Uh, I'm, doing, I'm wondering if we're going to see not next year but the year after, because AOS came out last year. Mm. Yeah. 40K right. So the, it will be forty k next year. So forty k next year, tenth edition. Yeah. That seems like the perfect time for them to release new codex for Marines. And get rid of all the first. If Heresy is on a three year rotation, I'm going to be very mad. Very mad. But then, like I said, if it's under the studio, same studio, AT hasn't got a new edition. No, it's it? not. But, no. but my, it's a different game. Different my concern ball, ball is they're like every three years you get a new book, and it's like why? Yeah. Why? Like I can I can see with AOS why they're doing it because they're still developing the game, they're still working out the kinks and making the game, in air quotes, better. I think the game is good. I think it's in a good position. 40k is a slave to the tournament results, so it's always going to be changing. Mm. Whereas we had what over a decade mm. of heresy. Mm. It was my career was more of a curiosity about whether the, like to, to kind of solidify what you're suggesting about phasing out the Rhino, the old the old Land Raider kit as well. I this this is another thing, like because. Uh, when it's been discussed in the 69th, everyone keeps talking about like the Proteus carrier and the Proteus battle tank. And it's like, there isn't a Proteus... Like, the Proteus is the old-school resin Land Raider at the minute. Yeah. The... Um, There's not a Proteus version of the assault the plastic kit. There's the Mark II B Forge World kit. Which, which has always the been the Prometheus. Pre- not Prometheus. No, it's the Mark II B. It's the base of the plastic Phobos. kit. Phobos. The Phobos, yeah. There's not a... Proteus that you can assault from with an assault ramp. 
No, That's the key thing. You, you had to get out from the doors. So if yeah, what if they're talking about an a Proteus assault carrier, does that mean we're going to get a, a Proteus style with the tracks around the top, with an assault ramp on the front? That is a smaller than a spider. You know all it'll be? It'll be a Mark II B with wraparound. That's kind yeah. of what I'm. That's basically what I'm suggesting. But, but as a plastic yeah. kit. But, but this is the thing. I mean, this, this is what I. This is what, <laughs> yeah. Um, immediately, yeah, I'm me, buying like, several of them. But the Land Raider kit is now direct only. Oh, is has, it? It has been for a while. I didn't know that. Uh, and it went in under the auspice of reboxing a while ago, but the 40k boxes haven't changed. So you have. No, no. But the, the Land Raider was in the current. Oh, the current version. When it right. went if, for if reboxing. Get rid of the firstborn. Uh, Primarchs can't get in land rates. Yeah, so I could, I, I think we've discussed this previously where quite a lot of the, for example, like the land speeders, the plastic land speeders from 40k, you just slap a fucking Hellras Heresy box yeah. around it and you sell it. I mean, there's another question would we be seeing a new version of a land speeder? It depends whether a land speeder is considered to be uh, a line of like oh, core unit. On. Well, bear in mind we've currently got the Javelin, the land speeder. And Forge will produce the Proteus land speeder, don't they? Or the what they call the retro speeder. The retro mm. speeder, yeah. Are we going to see a removal of what we consider the standard land speeder, and then we have the javelin and a plastic version of that? I don't know. Retro one. I don't think we'll get a plastic retro one. It depends what's on the armor list. If you, if you, the only way we can judge by yeah, until what, we got. what are we going to be doing is like what's in the armor list. And if you've got, if you've got it, and if it's in the it so close as well, it was just there. But even then, should just broke glass and fucking uh, smashed it. But even then, they've said legacy units are going to be in PDF. Yeah. That was that that announcement was fantastic for me. So we're looking at the Cessna's assault ram, the Achilles, all the shit that we're like, why the fuck isn't this in any of the any of the leaks? Yeah, like box noughts. Yeah. When uh, when Luke said the box noughts weren't in. The league. Oh. I I nearly fucking. Well, like I said, my army. I've been working on. He's got a box. You never, you never one that made me giggle. Is the one where um, the lightning's not included in the proper legion list. And oh we've been, no! And we've been winding uh, yeah, up uh, <laughs> My crutch. <laughs> this is it because I'm in this weird position where I've not looked at any of the leaks. And some of the 69. See, I'm like, the same. I'm seeing the same. Yeah. I, I I can't be honest. Early on, I looked at there was a word document that was going around for the traitor legions, and it was the only information. Fucking word stuff. document. Well, it was a I don't know what it was a uh, not necessarily a word doc, but maybe a Google doc or something like that. But it basically, it was a bunch of text, and I looked through that, and I, was, I looked at the Iron Warrior stuff to, out of curiosity, and I was like, "Well, this is not looking good." But I also went, "It's a word doc. Anyone could have written this, yeah. and it means no, less than the paper it's written on, which is none." So. At that point, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to hold off. Yeah, we know I something's think... coming. We've definitely seen that something's coming. Yeah. I think. Take it from there. Obviously, people have looked at the leaks and said X is missing, Y is missing. And it's like, yeah, they but... don't have models, which was obviously the line people were taking. They don't have models, therefore, Games Workshop have binned them. And then. Which we've... it's for experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah can't blame but for then... that. This article goes up and it's like, look, there's going to be the books for the other things, and also you're going to get a PDF document that brings back all of the out of production stuff in back in like a legacy document. It's interesting that they use the word esoteric stuff yeah. as well. So out of production and esoteric. So like, are we talking about our demon lists? Then? No, I don't. I think I think Runestorm no. will get their own. I think they mean they meant esoteric as in the dictionary definition of esoteric, not esoteric. Oh, okay. like weird shit. Yeah. So like, art attacks. Stuff that is just like 
never got around to having a model yeah. that's a yeah. bit yeah, a bit out. Atomantic um, pervases. Fucking atomic. I'm still mad about that. Yeah. Like fucking four years later, Tony Cottrell still haunts my dreams with it's on my desk. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, the Arl attacks, yeah. the Cindio, any number of the models that uh, the stuff that people that have converted have or yeah. built themselves, yeah. and you know they don't want. This, this is what I was talking about: recognizing the existing player base. You know, there's people that have done some fucking amazing work with some of these like units that haven't got any models. Like you got the is it the Firewing guys? Yeah, um, the Exodus, Cabal, Exodus guys. Yeah. You've got the, like I said, the Incendio, you've got the Arl Attacks. There's all, all, I mean, you can keep on going. There's so many different options out there. Like, the Ultramarines never got their Terminator guys. Oh, the Fulmentaris. Yeah, the Fulmentaris. You know, people have been converting those, been using them for God knows how long. There was a deliciously salty post on the Iron Warriors page, which someone was like, I've looked through the leaks and Iron Havocs are gone. And, like, one of the first comments was, oh, I hope the uh, Ultramarines don't get their Tyrant rip-off in that case. So the reply was, that's suitably Iron Warrior. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's, that's peak salt when you're like, I haven't got a toy, so I hope everyone else gets fuck all. I think what frustrated me with this whole thing about, like, taking news out, like... Because they're looking at that early leak, the Iron Havoc's coming which is what that the was thing, about. The thing is, we people got frustrated over something that hasn't happened no yet. we haven't had anything yet no, the, what's frustrating me is currently because I don't know what's coming like if they've taken out the Iron Havocs because they've got no miniatures whatever fine whatever and they go into the legendary system but they've also announced that the um, exemplar battles are going to be in the new version because that's what they were written for originally Yeah. but those aren't they haven't got miniatures or anything like that, and yet the Emperor's Children got the Sun Killers and they get to keep those. I don't know. Yet Iron Havoc's very this, this iconic for Iron Warriors, yet they lo- might lose those. I think Which is why I'm like, I want to get the book, because yeah. they might well be still be there, we I don't know. I think certain parts of the community have wound themselves up over Losing what's, everything. what's missing, yeah. and haven't seen the bigger picture of... We've not seen Legion like, units. Yeah, they, they could be in a different... Obviously, never played well, there could be the Greek army, have they? Oh, Fuck no. it, <laughs> But it's also like, yeah, you've seen you've seen one playtest document. That could be one of several different versions. Yeah. Because if, if Games Workshop are sending out playtest documents, the are one. they sending the same document to each person? So also, are they going, right, we're going to send you these three units to playtest, and that's yeah. what we've seen. But then the next phase is the next three units... That or we're there's going. another group... Like, there's another group version. down the road that have got um, a playtest document which that quite has frankly, got, like, Iron Havocs and Formentaris. It's not a bad way of controlling... No, because it allows you to figure out who the fuck shared it. Yeah, exactly. But like, it's, we, They've announced it's going to be released in June. Mm-hmm. So well, pre-order we've got, in June. We've got, we've got a month, a month, a month, maximum two, a month and a half to wait. I think we'll be over a two-week order window. Yep. So the, the last week of this month you reckon? First, yeah. You reckon it, at the end of this month would be the pre-order, and then no, two weeks? Because it would be a two-week window to pre-order. That's I what I mean. Yeah. So you'll have so, the last week of this month and the first week of June. Yeah. So fourth of June. Yeah. Which is what I was suggesting. Well, yeah. the fourth yeah. of June when it goes up and it comes but, out on the eighteenth. No, no. Pre-order on that last month, that last week of May, what, ready for uh, release on fourth of June. No, no, no. The fourth, the, that week would be the second week of pre-order. Oh yeah. So, so what the twenty eighth and then comes out on the eleventh, potentially, mm. which falls. See, I reckon it'll be towards the arse end of the month. 
I reckon it'll go up on the 11th and come out on the 25th. It did, I, I think it depends on what else they've got. Someone mentioned about there's a fiscal year like aspect that seems to oh, I'm dictate not, things. I'm I don't not, know anything about that. I'm not that, getting into that conspiracy oh, level Jesus. bullshit. Oh, what? Financial year. Yeah, it's something oh, to do with like they'll release it to kind of get like a last minute boost to the financial yeah, year. The financial year is June. April. End of June. No, it's not, it's April, isn't it? It's April, yeah. Anyway. We've talked about Marduk Sedras, haven't we? Not really. Oh, uh, briefly. He said he was. He was said he was out. He's a dark angel. He got, he got an the day before. So much fucking hate for dark angels. Yeah. Well, well, they are yeah, look at how much crap he's got on his fucking armor. I like they, the model. The I like the model. Is they he's, like their doodads, man. He's, he's, but he's covered in fucking more schools than the fucking school and taker. This is this is the new heresy. Brace yourself for a world eaters praetor that's literally covered in bits of planet. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I, I like the model. Uh, it, it it suits the character. His sword could be better considering what it is. Yeah, yeah. so you seen Keith wig out in the chat was quite funny about what the fuck yeah. he's done to his sword. You can't fucking swing that, Keith. Keith, he's a walking tank. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> no, you like... also can't fight geese, you dumb fuck. <laughs> oh, it's like cutting blades not going to work. It's a power effort. No, but, I, but I, you know what? From a, from an aesthetic perspective, I fucking agree with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I don't like it as a model, and that's not just because it's Dark Angel. I'm mortally offended by the fact that they're still in the heresy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like it as a model. <laughs> it's, it's, fuck you, Dad. The model. Yeah, I mean, so I think if, if it was less busy, as in. On the th- on the on his thighs, yeah. he didn't have like the schools going down his thighs, and then I think unfortunately the, he had one, and like the precedent was set with the Cenobium. Yeah, I was about what? to say this. The, the, you know the fancy Dark Angel Terminators that are like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think I was, that that was kind of like this is our benchmark for fancy wanky Terminators in <laughs> Dark Angels Legion. I think they've got they they, they when it came to the Dark Angels special stuff, I, I would have preferred them to be simpler. Uh, uh, go down the nightly. Order type thing, you know. Focus on the knightly stuff. I, I know that there's arguments like, oh yeah, knights were fancies anything, but to me, dark angel knights would have been fairly simple with the robes, basic armor. Like the veterans could have been done with using the robes and all that sort of stuff, as mm. opposed to basic marines. But they didn't do the robes really. That was a calibanite thing. But was that purely calibanite? Yeah. Was it okay? Um. I like the model. I like certain parts, like his pistols, baller, the not the double mag. Yeah, yeah. Nice. The helmet is really cool. Yeah, it's also separate head, isn't it? You've you've got that. The sword, right? In the law, because he's an eschaton, which is a rank given to any anyone that's overseen the death of a world, mm. so exterminatus. Yeah. Every world he's killed, he's gone down to the ruins of, and he's taken a piece of like the metal from the bedrock. And he's he's like added that to his blade, wow. so that's why that's that why the sword. sword does. But he's killed like dozens of worlds, but has like four Seeds. pieces of. So like um, you know Fenripian Forge, he's made a version of that sword that looks like gnarly as fuck. Looks like it's actually like a piece of metal that he's taken out of the ground yeah. and like just hammered into the shape of a sword. You know, just on that, like Fenripian Forge. We've not seen a lot from for a while. I'm glad he's back because his shit is baller. I'm, I was literally about to say, it. I'm so pleased to see him back again and doing stuff and mm-hmm. comment. The, the page is called the Fenperian Forge. Okay. He's a uh, converter. But he 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 inspired a lot of my early conversion work. Um, he does amazing amazing work. Definitely worth checking out. So off the back of um, the weekender, not the weekender. That is the time that the was before. Day. 
we're never going to have those halcyon days ever again. No. After the open day, we had obviously the article that said everyone's going to get army lists at some point. Stop panicking. Mm. And we were like, oh, cool. Like that's a another article. It's and a then quick, they were like, response. Also, here's Lucius the Eternal. There we Lucius go. Lucius the Faultless Blade. I as like he's called. him. You know, mm. I, I, got, I really like him. I like him how he's got his he's, he's got his right sword arm rested on his backpack. Yeah. Which is ironically how I posted one of my nights. Yeah, baby. <laughs> also, like his torso matches the Lucius the Eternal 40k model. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, visual cues between the two which yeah. match in. I really like he's got it. the um, the, the, the fact of the Thousand Suns. Is it Thousand Suns? No, it's the Lear Blade. The Lear Blade. Sorry. It's the one that uh, Fulgrim gives him after the demons diddled him. Mm. But no, I think it's a good model. I don't. The only thing I do have a problem with both him. And the Dark Angels dude is the tactical rock. Yeah, it's tactical hey, rock. It's become it's a thing. The tactical rock is yeah, the tactical rock is a thing. I think if you look at Lucius, then you look at Soul fucking Tarbits. I think they've been designed at least with an eye to be posed in a jewel. But he wouldn't. Lucius wouldn't have had both swords at that one, would they? No, but you know, you know, yeah, when no, you, mean, you know yeah. the kind of well, when you when it. you get the two images next to each other, yeah. it's like Lucius is pointing a sword at Saul. And Saul's like, I'm going to have you, motherfucker. Yeah. But is Lucius going to be plaguey, or is he going to be... No, he's uh, resin. He's resin. Bit, he's bit, well, it's been confirmed on Facebook via the Warhammer 40,000 page that he's resin. The thing is, if he was plastic, that would have been... They would have made a big deal That would have been that. in the first line of the article. That would have been like, Lucius the Faultless Blade in plastic. Yeah, they're making a big deal out of stuffy plastic now, aren't Every they? Every time they release a character and they don't say it's plastic, it's resin. Like... The, People need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> like, Not everything has to be plastic. The thing is, when they released Ran and Zephon, they were like, here they are in plastic, 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 for like the, uh, the Black Library Celebration Day for the first time in plastic. The Cedras came out. Is it in plastic? No. If you look at the article and use your eyes and your ability to read, it says Forge World. Fucking reading, man. Also, they have said... Well, I don't know if they have said, but the, there was... It, I'm sure it's been mentioned before that Heresy is becoming plastic range, it's main you know, main range or whatever. Forge is still gonna be producing stuff for it, but it's gonna be like the bigger stuff and the characters, characters and the Legion on. only stuff. Yeah. So this is a character that's Legion only, therefore more likely to be resin. I think it's the same people that every time something is posted, they're like, Is this got forty K rules? No. Fuck off. Like, if you want... Because it was on the live stream. The, they'd just shown the, the Kratos off. And there were people like, can I use this in 40k? Well, what, is he want? The new, the new tank. The new tank. Immediately they want it in 40k. And Adam, Adam Troke, bless him, was like, well, no one's going to stop you, but I don't think we're going to make 40k rules for it. And it's like, good. Like... Yeah. I get the it, the Leviathans and the Contemptors and stuff like that. You could have them as relics, but I think it. I think there should be things like the Cybernetica. Yeah, Cybernetica has always been a heresy thing because it was outlawed in the fluff after the Horus Heresy. It shouldn't still be a thing in forty k. Otherwise, it just waters down the uniqueness of each game. Yeah, also it's just available in everything. It's like yeah, okay, we've got the Kratos for thirty k. Oh, can I use it in 40k? No, because uh, Primaris can't get in it to drive it. So they've got this floaty tank instead that they've that Call made. If you like it that much, play the game. Yeah. 
It's as simple as that. It's like the coaxial thing. I saw that and I was like, what the fuck is this? If that's a stubber, then I'm going to be mad because fuck stubbers. But because 40k is full of them now, it's like every marine vehicle has a stubber on it. It's like, why? That was never, never a marine that. weapon. Yeah, I never understood that. It was a guard thing. Yeah, yeah but why, why, why would Primaris, the, the, the epitome of technology now in 40k, floating graph tanks, all going to have heavy stubbers on them? Anyway, that, that's my yeah, Sorry. Um, yeah, Lucius Eternal, or Lucius the Faultless Blade, because he's not the Eternal yet. No. Uh, I think that's really cool. I think. Yeah. Cause did he have rules in the current edition? Uh, no. No, no he brand new. He's, he's got. Is he had the never first, rules. first brand new character. No, Mark, got a no, no, he got rules. Cedros got rules in the current version. Yeah. Just never had a model. Him and him and Cost. That was one of the things that came out of. No, you had Rain, Rain or whatever he's... There's, there's, there's um, Fafnir Redloss and the other one, but they weren't Black Book, and I don't think they're going to be ported over. They were, like, downloadable specials for mm. some reason. Yeah, Fafnir Ran and uh, Zephon didn't have rules. No. Did they not get no. rules in their boxes? Are they just... Oh, yeah, in their boxes, but yeah. they weren't... They, were ne- they didn't previously have rules. What, what, what I mean is, is this the first character that doesn't have pre-existing... Like yeah, but Fafnir and Zephon didn't. They never existed in the black box either. I know, mm, right, I'm trying to say something and I'm not saying it correctly. Is he the first character that isn't going to get version 1 rules? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Right, so... You, uh, it's because I can't talk Her- English. He's Heresy the first... 2 exclusive. Yeah, yeah Heresy that would have been a better way to say yeah. it, yeah. He's the first character... Well, he's the first character from the, the, the novels and the background... That's got that's gonna have two point oh rules. I'm surprised first that Lucius didn't have rules in. Oh, that, that was a big, big thing. That a was. lot of the, a lot of the characters from the books, didn't. Oh, okay. And it was, it was weird because they made they did Saul, didn't they? Saul Tarvins. It well, it was yeah, Saul Tarvins. Saul Tarvins. Um, uh, but Emperor's Children, it's Saul Logan. Tarvins, and um, oh, what's his name? The Treadnought. No, yeah, the Treadnoughts. Right. Riley or oh fuck, dude with the hammer and the and the screamy voice, Idolon. Idolon. Yeah. Oh, okay, maybe there are more than I thought there were. Yeah. yeah there's about three or four for each legion. The the one I'm going to miss most of all, because I suspect he's not going to make it into Heresy 2.0, is um, there's a word bearer character, Hole Belloff, who's from uh, who leads the attack on Kalth. You might get him in the legacy PDF. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But he never had a model. It was only ever wasn't a... he the wasn't he the praetor from Kalthbox? No, the chaplain. Sorry, no, 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 no. He wasn't. No, he was. I uh, can't remember his name. It's Sedas something. Really. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, also, a new release is the Direwolf Titan. Goes up for pre-order this coming Sunday. Ooh, that's garbage. so for for the purpose <laughs> for the purpose of recording. It goes on pre-order on Sunday, the fifteenth of May. Why does it go up on Sunday? Saturday, sorry. Why Why can't Ross... Oh, it's Forge World, so it would be Friday, Friday the 13th. Yeah, looking at some. It's because it got previewed on a Sunday, uh, and I'm stupid. Oh, so that's this this Friday. Goes I'm not bothered by it. I, I mean, we've not seen any rules for it, so why would I want to buy it? I'm interested to see the rules. I'm interested to see the rules, but that's not yeah, making me want to pre-order it. Theoretically, it should have Ambush or something like that. It looks like it ain't moving well, fast. They confirmed it to be a support titan, yeah. similar to the Warlord, uh, Warlord, Warmonger. Warmaster. No, the Warmonger. 
Oh, as in support tiles and sits outside the mountains. Yeah. yeah, you Warmaster, sorry. Warmaster. Um, other than that, I don't know. It's got a volcano cannon. It looks like a chicken. It, the feet are terrible. The feet are so bad. I, I, I think if I was to get one, I would put it on normal um, Warhound legs. Yeah, that's not a bad shout, actually. Um, that's it. Hype for things to come. I've come away oh. from Saturday. I mean, as much as we've might have sounded negative initially, I came away from that super hyped for Thing 2.0. Is, I'm extremely hyped for the game. Yeah, absolutely. Extremely excited. My criticisms of the open day are entirely organisational. Well, no, no, right. So, organisational for a start. Also, I think Games Workshop have proved our point from the last episode where we said if you pick people from within the community that are content creators, you will have a better showing for your investment because if they'd invited right I'll go back to my other, if, my other example if they'd invited us and if they'd invited Edge of Empires and if they'd invited um, Remembrances Remembrances Retreat or because they, they invited Greg Dan who's from Imperial Truth and they invited Josh who's a mate on Edge I didn't see anything from either of them that was even coming close to skirting near the sh- like doing something wrong and from everything I've read and, and seen on Instagram, people were loving going to talk to Josh and Greg and uh, Andy Wardle. And, you know, they were doing the, the Emperor's work, for want of a better fucking term phrase. Like, they were promoting the game. And then you've got fucking Miniac, who's like, hey, uh, day before, I'm just going to share all these photos to uh, Discord. Don't share them, though. And then, at the speed of fucking sound... Well, the speed they're, of the internet. Yeah, they're, they're in everyone's WhatsApp groups. If they had put a little bit more thought into inviting people that have been proactively supporting the game while they weren't, they wouldn't have had that problem. They wouldn't have had the problem of all the creators standing in a circle going, oh, I'm really good, you're really good let's make content together and ignore the people we're here to talk to because we fucking just want to talk to other heresy players can you just say um, big shout out to Dan Silk who came and introduced himself the fourth Dan the fourth uh, the first real fan we've ever met for the podcast (laughs) the first random person that came up to us and went alright spin and download do you want to say I'm a big fan of the podcast alright what? <laughs> the thing is, though, we were incognito. We weren't exactly advertising ourselves, no. I didn't, we didn't have Fosfex Party t-shirts on, no. But I don't think that really... We weren't there for that, really, were no, we? we were but the thing, if we were there for that, and we did have Fosfex Party t-shirts on, and we were talking to people and hyping it up, I think I Games Workshop would have got... Game. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, we were about to go, come on, sunshine, let's take you out of here. Games Workshop would have got more bang for their book out of us out of Eye of Horus, out of Edge of Empire, out of Rembrandt, out of any number of actual, like, heresy creators. And I'm not saying the creators that were there did a bad job. One of them shit the bed. To the point where I reckon they might not invite them anymore. Well, this is, this is the thing. Like, he fucked up so badly, does this now mean that the Games Workshop are never going to invite creators again? I don't... Okay, or so did, from what we know about Games Workshop... Did the ones that were there do a good enough job to rescue... Don't know. I can't answer that question. But knowing from our experience of Games Workshop, they took a step in a different direction by in, in, in inviting content creators. We said this last time. This is a new direction for them. 
it's, yeah, a, it's, a, it's a good way for them to move. The, the, to yeah, yeah, but this was a them kind of going like, like we were saying last time. Whereas they're very much enclosed and wrapping themselves up. And no, because the thing is, they've been doing content creator thing for ages. Think about how many people get sent. No, no, I'm talking about an event, an event where they're releasing something for new. This is brand new. They've, they've sent stuff out to be shown on the internet, yeah. but they've never invited those kind of people into an event like that where they're showing off brand new Especially stuff. Especially like big hitters like Angel. Yeah, yeah but when the thing is, though, what, they, they, what did they bring? From my perspective, apart from having a quick chit-chat with Ash... That was, this is the thing, they invited the wrong people. Yeah. In my opinion, this is. For me, for me it's like, I, I, I was like, who the fuck let, let me finish my point. So they, they, they kind of went, you know what, let, let's, let's try this. Let's check the community, see who's popular, like whether it's for whatever reason got these people in. Okay, we'll trust them. We'll, we'll invite, we'll even pay for them to come across from America, Australia and all sorts. Mm. We'll trust them to this. And that one time they've gone, we'll open up a little bit, get the community involved, and one of them's gone, you know what, we're going to fuck up your, yeah. your special day. They, they'll go, bang. Whereas, Sorry, that's oh no, probably not going to be a thing again. I can't say, obviously I can't say for sure, that another content creator wouldn't have done the same thing. Mm. But Oh yeah, it's all supposition. Yeah, yeah. But if, if Games Workshop had invited us, Edge Vampires, whoever from the podcast community, and then they'd invited Josh, like a Megon Edge, and then they invited uh, Raptor Imperialis, Jack, like all the big creators, Fenrip and Forge. Oh. Medus Miniatures himself Medis, yeah. by entering into the competition. Yeah. He's probably done more for it. Because you can still have Cult of Paint, you can still have Vinny, Vinny Vincenzo, whatever his name is. You can still Vince have Venturella. Yeah, mm. Venturella. You can still have Angel Gazeras because they're on a they're a different level. They're mm. like the super skilled painters. They're already getting their advance order shit. They send us a fucking box. Dan smashes it out, or you smash it out in fifteen minutes. It looks it looks great. <laughs> we spend the day hyping the fuck out of people. Oh, run demos. Yeah, but this is it. Then yeah. they then they walk away and they're like, right, well now I need to go and listen to Prospects Party and Edge of Empires and. Whatever, whatever podcasts. So now, not only have they got a list of fucking Instagram accounts to follow, they've got a list of podcasts to listen to, and we spend all our time fucking selling the game. As much as we complain about certain things now and then, we wouldn't have done this for five years if we didn't fucking love heresy. Is it five? Yeah. What have we been doing the podcast? We're not doing it five years, have we? Yeah. Fuck off. No, because we did it in the first year when I was turned forty, didn't we? I've lived here for five years. No, I've lived here for four years and we were doing it a year before I moved here. You had a spicy wow. nap. Fuck a dog. Well, I'm sorry, because you offered to do the oh, when, Titans for my 40th, and I'm 43. We started this, we started this podcast when I lived in Leeds. And I lived in Le- Leeds for almost a year before I moved back. Really? We did record yeah. the first couple at Spin's house. Did we? Oh, yeah, yeah. we did. On the table, yeah. yeah. Anyway, my point being, yeah. there is this... this wealth of material for people to go and listen to, to watch videos of, to look at their painting, where it's all majority majority positive, majority super hype about heresy. And then like it's almost guaranteed that we're not gonna we're not gonna fuck over Games Workshop because it's not in our best interest. To do that, no, because the thing is, though, we won't get invited back again if we but, do that. But the thing, because we're invested in the game, yeah, and we and we love what we play. Okay, yeah, you know, some things are bullshit. You know, that's you know, that's what 
blokes moan about. But... Whereas, like, random YouTube painter who only wants to make videos that will get clicks which he can monetize yeah, yeah. has no investment in maintaining a relationship with Games Workshop, no. has no investment in maintaining a relationship with the heresy, mm. so he's just going to be like, well, he's, he did what he did. Mm. And Ironically, I, he's not put anything up. Yeah, no, not that we've no. seen. I, I, I would suspect that he is going to get a legal letter at some point for for fucking up. But his his something that I did learn over the weekend. Um, the that about Angel Grouders. Mm. His Horus that he painted is in the main rule book. Yeah, I remember you saying this, is. that is such a nice miniature. I, I, I got up close and personal with that. I was signed for Jake. And it is a sexy motherfucker. I love how he's painted some real side eye on it. Like he's got a real stank look on his yeah, face. That, that, I thought that was really cool. So, I mean, I've known about Angel Grouders from the Infinity community and mm. he, he was mind blowing back then. And if he's now getting heavily involved in like the the, the heresy stuff as well. Well, the rumour is the characters. Him, him and the other like apex painters like um, Vinnie V and. Vince Venturella. Uh, I can't, I can't say his fucking name. Vince, Venturella. Vince. 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 Um, Cult of Paint have all been given some stuff to paint up under the table and not talk about. That's not surprising. Yeah. See, that is, you know, that, as you said, that's basically what they've been doing. They've been picking out certain people to paint stuff ready for the release <coughs> previews. Like, you know, you always get it so they can put them on walk on. Walk on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's worked well. And I think this was the what I was saying. Is this is the first time they've kind of gone. We'll invite them into the into the inner circle. We'll we'll have them there. We'll inv- get them involved and on the actual day. And basically, one of them screwed up. So it could, you know, uh, uh, hopefully Games Workshop go, don't take that and go right. That's it. Hopefully we're they done. change tact. Yeah. Because I I honestly hand on heart would love nothing more than to watch fucking Tom Sargent and Will Henry be bombarded by mooks. Like, <laughs> how does Terminators work? Because I just know that Tom is going to want to fucking, like, fuck off. No, what, I want, what I want to see is the demo. Yeah. I want to see the demo of them running it and Will Henry going, I've got ten wins today. Yes! yes let's go! <laughs> Smashing mooks! <laughs> that brings me on to the, our last point before we, we say goodbye. Um, a very good friend of mine um, has suggested an Avengers-level team-up. Right? Okay. A what? Event. You know the Avengers, how they got all the superheroes together for that one big film. Okay. Yeah. So. So we're about the end game here. He has suggested <laughs> that. Can I, can I be Black Panther, please? Yeah, if you want to. Give <laughs> you Black Panther. Fucking cool. Uh, it's been suggested that we get the Merchant Prince, Princeling's boys. We get um, Tim from the I Horus, and we get Jack Anvil's a Conor Jack. We all. Um, go to the same place it's not going to work because Tim's in Australia but Zoom is a thing uh, and we all set up a microphone drink talk about heresy and uh, just get drink. messy you you want to put me into the general public with alcohol well this is the I, I don't know if it's going to be a, a Fosfex <laughs> After Dark episode we could do you I've, I've already done the trailer for that I know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, they messaged me and they're like right, I want, I want you and Merchants Princelings uh, and Jack and a few other people do episodes where you get shit faced and talk shit and I was like that that's probably something we could do I mean, and they were like I, I'm, I'm down to clown can I just say Merchant Prince I'm not listening to the latest episode and I can't remember if it was the last episode that I listened to or the one before it but they did an ant 
Can't remember who which yeah, one it was. Will fell asleep. Will fell asleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you see, this Fucking is going to be embarrassing for me because I don't listen to any other podcast. No, I, I'm just lying. I listen to quite a few. Merchant Printing is really. I don't even. I basically nail Merchant Printing start to finish, and they're, 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 they're yeah, it's a great listen. They are, okay. but I, I generally don't have time to listen to all the others as well. So you would um, you would very much like the sense of humour. They've got. Yeah. They, they are very like us in the way that they they shit on each other and talk about merchant yeah. I'll send you the they, link on the spot. They started out effectively. Uh, they were going to do reviews of events that they're going to after the lockdown had opened up. Yeah. So yeah. they've been doing like they were doing them like every week or every other week. Yeah. But basically, these guys go to events all over the country, and you know, like Will, Will's very much a what we would consider probably a competitive player, but he knows his stuff. He knows heresy well. He's uh, things when I first started listening. Yeah. I was like. Oh, he's a whack bastard. But he knows so much yeah, of the law. He knows he, he, he knows his stuff. He yeah. only plays loyalists. The choices he makes in some of his lists are like, what the hell? Are you why doing? the fuck have you done that? Yeah. And then he explains it, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, he, I'm dumb. It, like it, 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 it's like when Dan's trying to explain something to me, and I'm going, uh, okay, then. Yeah. Then Dan's like, oh, but yeah. But, I think, and I'm just throwing it out there as an idea, that we reach out to the Princelands and we reach out to Jack because they're. Arguably the easiest ones to get shit faced with. <laughs> we find an event we're all going to, and we get Larry. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, let's make this shit happen. I mean, Jack's going to be Larry at about quarter past three anyway. Because it'll be, two, it'll be three points into his half of his work. No, no, he just likes to like, drink. Remember the doubles event we went to? Uh, the um, old Heralds of Heresy boys. The, the, okay, the, the custodians game. The one in the strippers club. No, no, no. The, no. the custodians. The custodians. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We were there. What we were like? I think I saw him with his first drink in his hand before twelve o'clock that day. He was our first game, and he was he, already drinking like a first game. He, he likes a jar, does Jack? Yeah, that's all right. Stereotypical Londoner. He's, he's a good. He's a good lad to chat to. <laughs> that, did, that did make me laugh as we were leaving the Heresy event. Uh, so, so somebody shouted across. We were in the car park. Somebody shouted across the car. Park, what what we're playing on? Is it, everybody got a game scheduled for Wednesday? And I went, no, well, a bunch of us are all uh, murdering whores. <laughs> this bloke from North London walked by and went, fucking hell, mate! Because <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the board game, uh, Letters from Whitechapel, which yeah. is about hunting Jack the Ripper. <laughs> I think that was uh, one of Jack's better mates as was well. It? Cause okay. he, I'm sure he was at the table at breakfast that Jack. Because I went wandering off to get my coffee, like Jack was sat at the table. I had to go check, catch up with him. He did. But... He did take some boyfriends with him. So yeah, yeah legit. we should reach out. I reckon it would be so funny, even if we only have like half an hour of heresy talk, and then we start arguing about fucking Lord it's, of the Rings just, or some shit. Gonna, it's just gonna fucking. It's just gonna go south real fucking. It's gonna devolve. Oh, my yeah. my editing job will be big on that one. I imagine. I, I mean, yeah. Just you know what? Room. Let's just fucking live stream it and just. Oh Christ. Some, right, let's let's power up the Twitch chat. Yeah, the yeah, old Fosfex Twitch channel. Have we reached the natural conclusion? We yeah, yeah, we've reached the point where we're talking. It's not midnight, so I don't know how yeah, about okay. that one. Um, probably just worth mentioning. Uh, we're introducing a new section to the podcast from the next one. We are. Uh, after much bullying, I've been. What do you mean much bullying? From you, uh, we're going to introduce um, history corner. Just like 10, 15 minutes stop. Um, the first one, obviously, we're going to do ourselves, but going forward, if there's a bit of history that's kind of tangentially adjacent to, related to heresy... You may have to give an example. So, for instance, uh, think about um, if... So it's like, say, like, White Scars, tell me about Genghis Khan, 
for instance. So, but what might have it like, real life accurate history so influences real on history heresy uh, that's tangentially associated? So, with like a comparative essay on how the siege of terror is actually the siege of Troy, but Sanguinius is Helen. Um, we might be talking about it in the next episode. Yes. <laughs> Maybe not how sanguineous is of Helen, but maybe he is. Who knows? Anyway, point being, if you're listening and you think you think of any bits of history you'd like to know a bit more about, I will do a bit of uh, research before the next episode, and uh, we'll we'll include that in um, as something for you to ask for. Yeah, I think once version two drops, mm. we will revisit console wars on anything that's changed. Yes, and we will re-pick up our rise, rise of war. war. Um, yeah, we had to put those on old, really, once we found yeah. out there was a new edition coming. We've still got the Salamander's Law episode. Oh, I'm excited for up. that. Mainly for me and Ant drinking again. <laughs> yeah. I think I, sm- I smashed a bottle of Merlot at the last one. You did? Well, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. It got quite larry towards the end. Yes. Um, we did that, have that. That's one episode I did listen to because I couldn't remember most yeah. of it. <laughs> we've, got, we've got quite a good few bits coming up. Yeah, get spicy people because Heresy 2 is coming and we're all aboard the hype train! Also, boop, boop. I think the hashtag Heart for Heresy is definitely in play now. I am not having bulging for beakies. Yes, you are now. I'm not having no, I mean, no, You no, said it on no, here. No, this is, a, this is a general warning to anyone that uses no, that hashtag. For anyone that really wants to wind up Ross, hashtag no, bulging no, for beakies. I mean, punches. Punches. I'm with Ross on this. Anybody does it, they're getting the water squirt gear. <laughs> no, they're not. You know, you know the point, though? This is, this is the thing. The new Heresy book comes with a pack of templates and dice and, and the whippy, whippy pointy stick. sticks. Yeah. Anyone that uses the bulging for beakies near me is taking a whippy stick to the gooch. See, yeah. oh. As soon as I saw that they got whippy sticks in the game, I was like, we know what those are used for, and it's yeah. not for measuring yeah. distances of the fucking game. Fucking me and Steph oh, having honour jewels <laughs> before games. <laughs> Bring out your fucking catapults. Yeah, next next, next year we'll be playing Flamer Template. Oh, right, uh, I'm going to issue a challenge. What, with your Praetor? No, me! To the eye! Why are you saying that? For, for two points out, I've already got my first throwdown game against Jack and his Yeah, yeah yes. you've got to, you've, you've got to fuck Jack up and his because he's, he's, obviously, he's drink, saying obviously bad words about the bearers and I'm like right I ain't got a fucking clue how to play with them but you know what wait to numbers man wait to numbers wait, my it? brother-in-law Gar I'm here for you <laughs> <laughs> before we go everyone keep your eyes out on the on the Fospex YouTube channel we've got some spicy Thalassia content coming away uh, Dan do you want to say goodbye it's been emotional everybody catch you in H2.0 peace <laughs>